listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Brace yourself, I'll take you down a trip down memory lane. This is not a rap on how I'm slinging crack or mood cocaine. This is cold sack and plenty cognac and make the plane. Got the drill, sergeant, but the stress is weighing on your brain. It was me, Elbugs, and Yaya. Yeah, yeah. It was me, Elbugs, and Yaya. Yo, IG, lucky. <laughs> Riding down Rosecrans. It got ugly. Wave your hand out the window. Check yourself. Uh, Warriors and Conan's. Hope you warrior can slow dance with society. The driver's seat, the first one to get killed. <gasps> Seen a light-skinned nigga with his brains blown out. At the same Burger King with me, hang out. This is not a tape recorder saying that he did it, but ever since that day, I was looking at him different. That was back when I was nine. Joe, we packed a nine. Pack a stand on every porch is fine. We adapt to crime. Pack a van, four guns at a time with the sliding door. Fuck is up. Fuck you shooting that. If you ain't walking up, you fucking pump. Picking up the fucking pump. Picking up, you sucker, sucker, dick, a dick, a sucker, punch a wall of bullets coming from AKs, ARs, y'all duck. That's what mama said when we was eating that free lunch. lunch. Oh man, goddamn, all hell broke loose. You killed my cousin back in 94. Fuck, Fuck your troops. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we are in the house. Yes, we are. On a Sunday. Yes, the last day of 2017. Yeah, man. I was reading, I read someone on Twitter, it was like, today is the last day that everybody that's a minor was born and the odds and everybody that's older than a minor was born before 2000 wow yeah. i never really thought about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but we uh, old niggas we old that's correct that's correct that's correct um now we do have a very special show planned for y'all uh, a lot of fun stuff that we want to get into mm-hmm. um which I, I think you guys are enjoying we haven't done a show like this in a few years uh and i'll get to what that is later but first we gotta do all the stuff with the show up front okay yes uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher search the blackout to us leave us five star reviews if you like the show uh we love when people do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored it is sponsored by the legal equalizer app okay it's an app for people that when you get in an altercation or situation or encounter with the police and you need to make sure that you are safe that you know your rights that Come you on. are you know that you are um you know filming the situation that you can get in contact with an attorney the legal equalizer app is exactly for that you can find it on google play store and the apple app store um just a quick download set it up and uh yeah don't find out uh how to get help immediately when you're in a situation like that because because the average person does not know yeah you don't want to be trying to facebook live some shit or whatever figure that out uh when when the police is up on you um and you can learn your rights and stuff um legal equalizer app that's what you can find on the app store for google play and the app store for apple all right um so there's a couple things i want to talk about before we get into the fun stuff of the show okay um the first one being that um erica gardner or erica gardner passed who is eric gardner's daughter she was an activist correct um and it was you know sad she uh had so i was reading this article that said basically um you know her father had asthma he had a breathing uh, condition Mm -hmm. and tragically was died choked to death by a police officer that never even got close to in trouble for it nope um and uh she had asthma which she developed i guess it acutely it got worse after she gave birth right 
um which you know leads to a bunch of other issues with black women in pregnancy and, come on um, how they take care of us and a lot of that shit stems back to slavery yeah um and you know not to mention as a person that's had asthma um that uh i want to say i it kind of just went away when i got to be about 15 or 16 i have no idea why it went away some people grow out of it some people some people don't yeah some people grow into it i've seen it both ways yeah but uh at any rate um so she had an asthma attack which led to like uh cardiac arrest i believe and then um because of that she uh didn't get oxygen to her brain so she was brain dead for a while and you know um they could not resuscitate her so she you know ended up dying um and it's super complicated because on the one hand when she was alive you know uh people are now talking about how you know she was on the front lines of all this activism which we've talked about on the show before constantly it's sad that marginalized people and especially the victims of police violence you know the people that are left in the wake of it have to become the activists because you don't have true um because it's almost like a response you know to to what's happening to you and the fact that no one seems to be able to advocate for people um on the ground right the way that people can advocate or have to advocate for themselves we talked about it with uh i remember there was a a, a, a trans girl who was in junior high school and got beat up by some boys mm-hmm. and she ended up becoming like an activist and going to schools and giving speeches and shit but it's also while it's while that's powerful and what a great response and like who knows what the fuck i would have done in that situation where you know like there's bravery to that yes but she shouldn't have to it shouldn't be a requirement everybody kind of heaps these things on to you like like it's your responsibility no it is not my responsibility yeah i'm not even saying society makes people do that i'm not trying to say that I'm, i'm i mean i mean not that there's anything wrong with feeling that way but i'm just want to be clear my thing is there's a void there already and then by the nature of the violence that has happened to you you end up filling a void whether you wanted it to or not like i'm not saying people look at you and go hey you need to start being an advocate i I don't think necessarily society looks at people and go you have to do this as much as there's a vacuum you know, and the vacuum has to be filled because no one else is there, really. Correct. You know, and it's different, with, a little different with activism because, um, you know, there are, you know, uh, Al Sharptons and Jesse Jacksons and, um, you know, a bunch of people that literally do this for a living and they can come in and they can kind of speak to your plight or to the specific moment in history of the, but it's kind of difficult for them because they're professionals and they have, uh, other things and they have to move on and and because they're putting out all the forest fires they're moving to the next fire right you know and you're still there so her becoming an activist for a lot of people was kind of like powerful and affirming and stuff but from my understanding she didn't really have the monetary consideration uh that many people attribute to other voices and that could be because you know um when you're thrust into something like this when you step into a a void like this you don't get the um grooming Mm -hmm. that many people get the benefit from right so you're not in the same academic circles you're not Mm -hmm. in the same um social circles you're you know you go from a person that hey we just want to come here lift your voice up well time to go to the next town another black person got killed we're out well now you're still there and if you decide i'm gonna do something with my uh with this position and with the things i've 
well then you're kind of on your own after a while right um and especially on the organizing front because many times especially when it comes to labor within the activism spectrum we feel like black women black films lgbtq people should not be compensated as much as we compensate black men come on even fucked up black men we take care of them quote unquote like we'll take care of a Tariq Nasheed we'll take care of a um of a Umar Johnson we'll take care of people that may not even put feet on the ground may not even actually organize anything mm-hmm. um to actually help somebody but we'll make sure to take care of them you know um and in many cases black women don't get taken care of mm-hmm. black you know and lgbtq people forget about it like it's very rare that will and especially if it's a lgbtq person that's not a black man then it's even less likely like so it's like this hierarchy or whatever so from my understanding she kind of uh you know and people have been speaking up that knew her they're like yo she there were times she couldn't afford a bus pass and she still found a way to make it out to um or a train pass and find a way to make it out to people's activist events and and show up and be on the front lines and you know there were spaces where she wanted to be like get into journalism and stuff and people weren't were like nah you know not letting a right form and stuff like that you know closing these doors to somebody that we probably typically would have opened for other people come on um so anyway so that's that's part of the the legacy quote-unquote is how much we don't take care of people you know uh, i was reading an article where her mom was talking about her and she was like you know um she was a human you know she was uh she was like she was loved she was a lot of stuff but i always just tell her like stop going so hard almost you know which is something that i think is kind of hard for um for people to hear of color because it's such a guilt trip on there's a there's like a guilt trip on if you say something or if you don't say something is a guilt trip right like you got to deal with the pushback on saying something and you have to deal with the pushback on not saying something correct and so it's almost like are you ever doing enough and and you can exhaust yourself i've seen people burn themselves out i've seen people be used up and sped out at the end of the day and it's like damn like nobody really gave a fuck but there was all this pressure on you to make sure that you before you even take care of yourself you take care of everybody else and you speak for everybody else right and then you also talked about if you get into it and you realize all the things that's going on and you be like i'm out like some people get into it now after so many years or being in it for so long they say i'm out and i'm and i'm out not not like i'm out like i'm not gonna do anything i'm out but i'm gonna do another avenue of this and i'm getting ready to make money or, or write books or whatever it may be because i can't be broke forever yeah she the family is saying you can contribute to like this gofundme that she set up but she set this gofundme up like last year maybe a little over a year ago and i think the goal was like twenty thousand dollars and it didn't even get halfway there so you know like uh i I think like i said there's there's a lot of elements here because i think one of it is you're coming from outside of what people feel is a familiar lane so they do the you know like i'm gonna give my money to sean king i don't know you you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. how do you get known can i write for this thing i'm not trying to i'm not trying to let you write for my thing okay um you know like i you know i believe she had two kids as well so like you know there was a lot her mom um said uh when you were oh they also the family said they didn't want non-black people 
trying to get close for them after her death correct they wanted to talk to black media members mm-hmm. which a lot of people got upset about um which i'm like you wouldn't need to be upset if you had black writers in your room because you know the media is generally print media is like 90 something percent white and that ain't changed and it probably did box a lot of people out but it also point out to a huge um discrepancy in the media room which is amazing because like even in her death you're just it's still like pushing people forward you know uh even in her death her family was still being like hey uh this would be a thing that black people report on because they had the right sensibilities and sensitivities to talk about my daughter and what happened to her blah 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 and then you got white people being like how dare you <laughs> you know what i mean um so that that was wild yeah and 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 the, and the thing about it uh for me um the family has been through a lot yeah i think the the father died white media was throwing microphones in their face they were taking their words out of context it was a lot of shit it was like we refused and i don't blame them we refused to go through this again and they have the right to control the narrative they have the right um and they have the right to be like i'm not gonna speak to you and you know we live in a country where the media don't give a fuck until they give a fuck and when they give a fuck they think that they're obligated to have the right to have unlimited access to you and when you say no you're the fucking problem yeah and i think there's a impulse well there's a couple impulses at work here one we are we want to be protective of black women especially in death and activism and stuff but in in many cases the lived experience of activists is the opposite we don't take care of them you know what i mean like we talk a good game when they're dead but when they're alive and we have the time to put the roses up we had the time to elevate their voices we had the time to uh support them monetarily we don't really and i think everybody is kind of guilty of that i don't think that's a you know it's it's also one of the um it's one of the worst things about white supremacy patriarchy and shit is that even if you are well intended the way shit is set up life is set up for you to forget about folks yes it is so um i think that was a a, you know a lesson here that i hope people learn from because uh maybe because i don't have like that kind of faith that's like and then in the afterlife it'll be this that and the other to me death is is death um and there's no need to have a reverence around death that silences people i think people should be able to speak their their minds whether someone just died whether they whether it's been a year whether it's you know i I feel like that's just the truth of it and we can't really control that um Mm -hmm. so and you know when people quote unquote politicize death her family saying um we only want black people is politicizing our death but is that bad i don't think so you know um and i'm sure there's some people that find that distasteful or you know whatever i i don't i think you know there's one of the few times people are gonna listen to her and her family wishes so yeah this is what y'all need to learn put some black people in y'all's rooms and y'all won't have this problem yep and i think that was the biggest outrage because they didn't they didn't have nobody brown nowhere in they so they was like so we can't get the story that's what the fuck it means that guess what that's what it means and that's spins a a a brighter light on diversity in your room like you need brown people in here to cover these stories because also she just passed and the media particularly white media could be fucking very insensitive when it comes to shit that affects us 
and they come in there and all of a sudden they re-victimizing you all of a sudden you're the problem all of a sudden it becomes attacking you for the situation and all and you're like i don't want to deal with this right now this works twofold because as i said i don't really have much reverence around the idea of someone dying so we have to sanitize their being sanitize their life we can't talk about any shortcomings anything like that i i'm not one of those people i know there are people like that i'm not sure where that comes from i have ideas i think some Mm -hmm. of it is our our own selfish impulses impulses to sanitize people and to make them fit in neat boxes but no human being would ever fit in a box like literally and metaphorically we try to put people in these boxes when they die and i think that's a mistake um and i think in a in a lot of ways um we talk a good game no one's perfect we're all flawed we all problematic but then when someone dies you can't talk about them being flawed you can't talk about them being problematic and you can't talk about them not being perfect right that feels disingenuous yes it does because a part in uh when people die life is a part of death like they go hand in hand so when somebody dies yes you can talk about the good things and the praises but some people did so many things that affected people in such a negative way that those things have to be brought up too you can't ignore that because that was also part of their lives also yeah it reminds me of like when like a a a man passes away or something and or a person passes away it doesn't have to be a man but like and then someone shows up that was like a, a child of that person they're like this person was never in my life fuck them they didn't take care of me and the, the the family they did take care of is like oh they you know they were such a great person and how would you be divisive why would you bring this up because my life wasn't my life wasn't the roses that your life was with this person and for me the what what this person passing is 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 this thing for me and nobody can erase that Mm-mm. you know um and i try to be mindful the same way i was about the whole chimamanda thing like i try to be mindful of the fact that the people who are speaking up if i haven't lived their experience i'm not gonna tell them to shut up i'm not gonna tell them to be divisive i'm not gonna tell them to go away i'm not gonna tell them now it's not the time because honestly there's never a right time for most people and what they right. normally mean by that is i never want to hear this so correct so this next part is kind of once again sad i mean all this is sad uh but um apparently she said a couple at least a couple i saw on twitter of like homophobic comments and whatnot um and just last year and people were like kind of calling her to the carpet on it and she basically hit the like i said what i said kind of response and you know i literally had never heard of this just this morning me either so this this first time i'm hearing it right like um you know and i think part of that is just kind of the isolation of like twitter's specifically is very much uh insulated like there's certain communities that if you're not part of the community you just won't know what the fuck is happening unless you really try to like search like be up in there like if you're not completely immersed and um this is uh you know a black activist and you know i've seen as of this morning there are a lot of lgbtq people that are like yo erica garner said some homophobic stuff she was not necessarily down with us she didn't really speak much on the violence that trans women of color and 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 trans people experience uh from police and stuff and 
that's unfortunate you know what i mean like i don't feel the need to tell them to be quiet i don't feel Mm -hmm. the need to say you can't speak this now um you know i've I've seen responses all the way from let her get buried to she's dead and she can't be accountable so why y'all even say anything why didn't y'all say anything then they did um i i the thing i will say about this is it reminded me and maybe i because i feel like people bristle up especially with our whole idea we want to protect the legacy and the memory of black women specifically black activists things of this nature like part of us let me speak part of what i see is people picking teams and that's what a lot of things boil down to nowadays it's it's teams regardless of morally or it's just that's my team so fuck it and you're like okay and when i say uh i had to learn to love people differently in 2017 this is part of that right i had to step back from people and be like oh you're just rooting for your team which means when this thing turns and it's against whatever team you're on you're just gonna flip your entire morality the other way correct because what it reminded me of specifically was one sandra bland she had some homophobic comments that she had made on youtube and stuff i once again even after she died i had not heard of this like i want to say this came up like maybe a year after her death and i'm like wow for real that's crazy i had no idea and once again it was a full year after her death she's in the ground quote unquote people were like don't bring this up you're being divisive it's not the right time why y'all have to do this to black women y'all always trying to do such and such she didn't have time to change her mind or be confronted about her ways so we can't talk about this and you and more specifically you in the lgbtq community being affected by this you shouldn't talk about it for the benefit of all black people and i found that to be wrong i just found it to be wrong and kind of insulting um and once again it's kind of the uh to use a different term like right let's go let's go all the way there because i don't think i get to use this analogy enough but in that case it was cis het black people being the white people or black people it wasn't a black man thing or woman like it was people that don't have to deal with that oppression being like why are y'all bringing this up correct um you know meanwhile if it had been like a activist that was a if they had found that that white woman in charlottesville that got killed if they had found tweets of her calling people niggers and shit right let's let's not pretend that we would have been so high-minded to say we're being divisive and isn't the bigger thing that she got killed no we would have been like there would have been a lot of black people like this is now complicated i'm sorry she died but fuck those opinions that she had fuck that i'm not like all right so that's one example sandra bland the other one alton sterling who died in new orleans by police violence um they found out in his criminal history is also an abusive man accused of rape domestic violence um i i saw black women activists and and throughout the whole you know atmosphere not just activists but being like i'm not sure how to mourn this person i don't want the police to kill them obviously this is not justifying their the homicide of this person right but at the same time i don't feel comfortable celebrating this person as if they're some sort of saint because this is some this violence these things are in our society affect other black people normally and it's i don't want to make it seem like that's okay or we shouldn't discuss it because it's not the quote-unquote right time and i saw in that case it was mostly black men 
telling black women shut the fuck up and celebrate this you know i'm still reminded of that time that um and i wish i remembered who wrote this sorry i did i don't remember but i want to say it was mike brown's death possibly and maybe it was i don't want to say whose death it was because i don't remember but there was a march you know what i think it was eric garner's death as well but anyway there was a march a lot of people showed up then a black woman got killed maybe say rakia boyd or whatnot maybe even sandra bland and less people showed up and she wrote a piece basically being like next time a black man is killed by the police i'm not fucking marching anymore because it's not reciprocal y'all expect us to show up for you as black women as lgbtq people because we're all supposed to be black but then when that group is is a little bit more specific so oh we're talking about a gay black person oh we're talking about a, a trans black person oh we're talking about a black woman now motherfuckers get a little like eh, i don't know if i'm going to this march and the numbers show it you know um <laughs> i mean just just this year we had a march 53 percent march for women all these women came out then you had a march for black women crickets right um so i think that hurt is real that trauma is real of what people go through and experience and what i would caution people to 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 think about in this situation with kind of the messiness of this quagmire left behind in in, in the death of eric garner's erica garner's wake wake of you know our lgbtq brothers and sisters and non-binary people saying listen this is how this made me feel one if you're not gonna listen then don't say anything because it will behoove you to not say anything because you are going to say the wrong thing if you're not listening um two think of how people felt about alton sterling think of how people felt about sandra bland they weren't wrong for that you know we don't get to we don't get to tell people within our own community you're being divisive for noticing your own oppression you you, we don't get to tell people it's not the perfect time because it's not the perfect time for homophobia either it's not the perfect time you know like it's it's not the perfect time because people aren't perfect so and and i don't think we do anyone a, a a service by lionizing and sanitizing people's humanity when they when they pass i I think that's a that's a a critical mistake that we make it's it's you know it's funny because when we look at activism and we say how come black women never get credit how come lgbtq people don't get credit how come we erase um we're erasing baldwin's um you know uh quote-unquote gayness bisexuality how come that happens how does that happen it happens because we want to sanitize people to the most palatable um representation of them like we are practicing respectability even in hindsight of Mm -hmm. well i need to clean up this guy's legacy and and it goes up the ladder like it's the same thing with abraham lincoln there's a reason we're learned we taught that he's basically the white president jesus that wanted to free the slaves for just no reason because out of the goodness of his heart and that's not and believe that all black people and white people are equal and and then you learn more history and you're like why the fuck did y'all teach me this other version of it i'm capable of learning the nuance of this person's life i still would be grateful that this motherfucker was ready to kill half the country to to for uh you know that eventually a struggle that led to the freedom of, of black people quote unquote um i'd still be oh i still would take that lesson from it but i don't need to know that he's 
you know presidential jesus i'm fine with that you know um the the so so anyway the point i think we're not served by that in my opinion you know other people may feel differently and that's fine um and i understand it that people want to be protective like i said of a black woman specifically in this thing and i and i and i haven't seen anyone being like at least for my from what i've seen on social media i haven't seen people being like fuck her she deserved to die i don't care like for the most part i've mostly seen people be like yo what she said hurt me it was not that long ago we told people this was fucked up this and i'm and i can't not think of her death and still think of that right right that's a totally valid human emotion and i think we should let people have that without coming in to tell them they shouldn't have it that they have to be silent um we can't want people's support but not their opinions and not their humanity that is just as reductive to me right you know um and and i recognize it she was not a trained you know quote-unquote activist she would she didn't go to the right schools she didn't necessarily hang out in the right circles that you know and maybe maybe with time she would have evolved on these things quote-unquote but everybody don't have the luxury of letting us quote-unquote evolve not everybody and sometimes you won't evolve if you don't get a little bit of push right ain't that the truth and if as long as we're saying we can't talk about these issues um i feel like we're also saying that people we're trying to have it both ways we're saying you shouldn't evolve because when you do pass or when something does happen to you we're gonna tell everybody not to bring that shit up which which really isn't encouraging anyone's evolution no no it's not and and a lot of times it doesn't help people evolve it doesn't cause change because a lot of the uh whitewashing even this you can take this back to just talking about slavery that's why we have such a clean quote-unquote whitewashed version of because these people died so all of a sudden the the people of the confederacy was just uh good old-fashioned you know southern people to love their country not the racist that they were right. because all of a sudden you want to clean it and crisp it up and you're like this isn't realistic all of a sudden we didn't come on the you know come by boats forced all of a sudden you know it sounds like they went there and we would say sure we go in a boat and travel with you you know you talk about the, the trail of tears all of a sudden it was like they was just like we'll move on our own you're like that shit isn't realistic all right and, and and like i said i'm not trying to say she was some ringleader of uh lgbtq people's oppression i don't like i don't know that it was that it's really from what i've seen it was some a couple of tweets or whatever so i'm not this is but i'm just saying the pushback that is causing this much of a stir on social media is from the fact that mostly cishet people are telling them shut the fuck up yep like literally it would have just been a few threads and people would have been like yeah i remember that rest in peace but yep that was kind of messed up and it turned into like well y'all not gonna tell me to shut the fuck up though and that that trauma that impulse is real like you can't you don't get to guide someone else's experience right here's the other part of it that and this and like i said this may be my whatever my atheist leanings whatever the lesson here is not for her to be held accountable in my opinion because she is dead that's not the lesson the lesson here is for people that talk and say these things who think that it's okay to be like this is what i'm gonna leave behind in my wake like this is like these words hurt people they affect things they they like these stances this the dismissiveness all this shit 
counts it all counts and some of the times the things you leave behind in your wake um whether it's your your flaws your falls or your or your triumphs you know um it it, it's like it all goes in the ledger and i would no more tell somebody they can't talk about this than when breitbart died and people told black people not to celebrate this racist motherfucker dying because he got kids you know or and i'm not saying she's the same i'm not saying it's equal but i'm just saying in general like that has nothing to do with how somebody feels you know um i feel bad for her family uh having to see some of this stuff but they're seeing probably a lot more kind stuff than negative stuff but right that may be the family that taught her these values you know um and like i said the comments i saw weren't even like some like gay people need to die with like i think sandra bland's comments were way worse but i but like i said the vitriol i saw about the comments weren't even it really wasn't bad i don't it really was just our own sensitivity to this idea of not having a moment where no one in the world says anything off of the uh what do you call it off of the um off script it was that's what it was because like i said these comments that i saw where people being like look i'm lgbtq and this is kind of the issue this is you know it's not clean she i don't want her to you know i wish she was still here i feel like the police killed her vicariously by killing her father i feel like people didn't support her in life but also she said these things and to me that is a perfect example for a lot of people that are cis had to start watching they fucking mouths and to start thinking about more than just us like we like it's cool to pay lip service to we want lgbtq people here but when moments like this is when the fucking this is when your feet are at the fucking fire these moments right here are when you either talk that talk and mean it or you're just talking because a lot of people came up short where they just were talking it's oh no 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 shut the fuck up Mm-mm, not right now well when is okay because when she was alive it's not okay when she's dead it's not okay till she's in the ground it's not okay a year after like i said with sandra bland it was it still wasn't okay it's never okay and that's the that's the part that they don't want to speak to is that they're never going to be okay with it you know it's always going to be a sensitive topic you know but if i live this experience motherfucker it's always a sensitive topic for me you know what i mean i cannot like i said i'm trying to have empathy for everybody because i do understand we want to be protective you know yeah but i don't feel like this is true protection you can celebrate somebody's life and know they were flawed we how many of us go martin luther king glad that dude existed great person cheat on his wife and kids kind of fucked up but we still celebrate that dude you know people celebrate malcolm x you know but he had some some homophobic misogynistic tendencies as well you know um is nobody if nobody's perfect this shouldn't be that big of a deal to say she wasn't perfect but we still um we still mourn her life being gone right and i i I don't know if that's a hard place to find that nuance on social media yeah if it's just a hard place in general for people to do and i really didn't want to start the show talking about this to be honest you know i really would love to have a very neat rest in peace and that's the end of it but like i said the trauma i'm watching people do to each other over um somebody that in many cases nobody really took care of in real life um it's becoming a 
a a bigger example of a wedge within the community you know demanding that um that 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 our that our lgbtq brothers and sisters and non-binary folks we're demanding their compliance with this agenda that (laughs) that would essentially silence them um and, and 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 for the record i don't know what the interaction was like when she said those comments on twitter i'm sure talk about this all the time i'm sure it was a lot of dragging i'm sure it was a lot of mm-hmm. i'm sure it was overwhelmingly you know whatever like and and that is a, a response that many of us have to um to uh situations where we're where we're, where we're the under the target there like there's there's situations where you know uh i look at how people talk to lena dunham she ain't gonna learn via twitter like i have enough common sense to know that them dragons are more about the people dragging her feeling feeling some camaraderie of shared hate and like get her up out of here and i don't that ain't gonna make no quote-unquote real yeah i don't have any real sympathy for alina dunham in no situation like you kind of court that and you get that and that's you know you've been getting it for years you probably don't want to improve on it and you live in a you live a type of life where you never will have to um so you'll be fine but and you know and nobody gets canceled and all that shit so i like i understand that maybe she wasn't even given the the time or the leeway or whatever via social media to truly quote unquote evolve or be put into a situation where she could kind of see if maybe uh, you know if there were errors to her ways keep in mind she may have just felt that way you know um and like i said i only saw two comments i you know to me they were more messy than bad and then the double down was kind of you know that's always kind of a bad situation when you come back and you hit the like <laughs> you know i think she said something like if y'all boycott me you're gonna be wasting your gay ass time life or something like that and i was like yeah that's i mean it's not good it's not mm-hmm. the worst thing i've ever heard and i really didn't think people who were bringing it up were doing it on some like you know disrespectful shit but just on some like this was also part of her life too and yes you know this is why while y'all celebrate her i'm having a harder time and if we not gonna listen to that then what fucking good are we all right so that's why i I just wanted to say that and and rest in peace man like the tragedy the biggest tragedy in all this to me is that state sanctioned police violence robbed her father of his life and then in just horrible ironic tragedy the same asthma that he dealt with you know that robbed because it's hereditary um that robbed her of her life um in, in my opinion um the hustle the the pushing of herself to go that far for for to put on for for black people um that that's it's all sad it's all tragic and i don't have any uh you know i don't really have any uh i don't know it's just sad so that and i think rest in peace to her and uh you know i I feel sorry for the people that never got to have that um reconciliation or reckoning and i hope that people of privilege whether cishet privilege male privilege whatever I hope that we do look at these things and kind of think about like what am I leaving behind and what are my interactions going to be like and how can I improve because we don't know how much time we have and if 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 you're you know 
saying these things that people are telling you like hey this is how i you know this is fucked up or whatever and you don't even at least consider it or whatnot we can't assume we have the time to evolve when people say she would have evolved we don't know because you don't know when you're gonna die and then more importantly if you're never challenging yourself or challenging it you know challenged by it then how would you ever evolve in the first place so that's all i had to say about that and uh yeah you know hopefully that didn't piss too many people off but um at the same time i understand let's uh let's get into the fun stuff you know uh so we haven't done this in a long time um but uh i mean years literally uh but what we decided to do uh the over the last couple of days is to talk about the things that set black people back and set black people forward and set white people back and set white people forward in 2017 from our perspective now this game that we're about to play a game whatever this 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 fun little list we're about to do keep in mind i because i always have to warn up front because i don't want to deal with no bullshit in these emails nothing literally says black people forward or back uh, as a a people uh from these things black people are not a monolith we don't all decide this we're not speaking for everybody this is a fun comedic concept okay this is not a this uh, and then i went outside and got my reparations checked because of whatever good things and bad things happen in in the world okay right if you have funny things to add write in adam in the email we'll do it on the feedback show we don't mind i'm sure we left some things out i'm sure there were things we considered that we said nah not going to some of these are just comedic some of these are kind of serious but i would like uh you guys to to allow us a little leeway to have a little fun with 2017 okay um and our scientific process was that we (laughs) we push it in the computer yeah we went through um uh our shows and just saw what topics we talked about Mm -hmm. did that set us back did that not you know uh one of the things i like to add before we get started um there were a couple honorable honorable mention type things that we took out um we didn't put in um uh, which list did they fall into yeah uh let me see um like goop we left with a paltrow and her, her, her snow tip goop uh line of of just scamming on white folks we left that out you know if we, if we would have had more we would have thrown it in um i left out bright the movie by netflix i know a lot of <laughs> A lot of black people are very upset with uh bright and yeah they was and all the orc lives not mattering yeah the final con now i will say this guys okay i hate to go on another tangent so soon but it's sad to see so many of my fellow black people hating on the racial complexities of bright just because it deals with orc oppression okay um we just because we're not the center of some oppression in a movie doesn't mean that we can't empathize with the oppressed okay the lack of intersectional orc oppression work going on in the black community is astonishing and too many of the reviews came off like oppression olympics like oh black people in real life dealing with this and y'all got these orcs on on a show dealing with this this is way worse and i'm like you know what stop doing that we have to stop putting on our racialized lens uh when we're observing the plight of our fellow orc americans okay ha ah! 
the neoliberal media complex oh lord will have a listen listen dear sister um sister karen no finish what i'm saying Mm -mm. the neoliberal media complex would have us believe that the orc plight is silly because it resembles the current plight of the black community but orcs are still accomplishing first that many of us black americans take for advantage take for granted right now right first orc police officer first orc politician i mean we crossed these finish lines a long time ago and now look at us joining in on telling people not to care about the plight of the orcs that's sad we need to be more supportive of the orc american community and the entire orc diaspora and stop contributing to their marginalization and don't even get me started on how y'all treat the fairies don't i can't even right now Mm-mm. if we truly want to be orc allies then we need to start doing the work within our own community okay guys now that's some intersectionality for your ass now let's get into these uh these uh categories what should we start first um i'm gonna tell y'all right now the longest one is setting white people back back white people mm, y'all y'all they did not have a good 2017 okay no they did not y'all had a real worth 2017 boy y'all came out y'all came out the woodworks y'all was like hold my beer champagne uh budweiser whatever else you were drinking yeah it was uh they it was 2017 was not the kindest to Mm-mm. to them uh as far as you know setting themselves back but um you know for for so we'll say i'll, I'll probably say that one for last so mm-hmm. well that one has the longest one so we'll start with uh let's start with black people yes let's do us first right don't forget all these jokes are brought to you by legal equalizer if you have an encounter with the police immigration at your door if you're in an emergency situation download the legal equalizer app right now it's a free app that allows you to alert your loved ones to your location in an emergency situation it lets you know your laws and rights and what actions to take in certain situations and it allows you to record your interaction and contact an attorney in real time don't wait until you have been arrested or detained to find an attorney get help immediately legal equalizer is available at the google play store and the apple app store all right so let's start with uh let's start with setting black people back i feel like then we go to what moved us forward and there'll be a happier ending right right we'll start at the bottom okay 15 we start 15 of each of these except for seven white people back which has a lot yeah uh 15 fighting over insecure online Mm. that really really Mm. set us back a lot yeah it did whether it was the safe sex whether it was uh yeah the polyamory uh what's the open relationship Mm. uh the you know team lawrence versus team Team Issa, Issa, and both of them being just team making bad decisions uh it was a lot okay there a lot of friendships Mm -hmm. lost you know black people was writing writing uh think pieces for white publications putting all our business on the streets you know got grown-ass people being like i can't use a condom if Issa ain't using a condom like it's just it was too much yes it was it was too much now it's near the bottom but it definitely set us back mm-hmm. uh also near the bottom but setting us back uh y'all remember charles barkley's failed tv show what happened to that i don't know we TNT all- was like we got a show did not i never seen an episode of it we are going to have a conversation uh what happened to that shit he went to uh baltimore 
and literally told um people whose children had been incarcerated and even died in police custody uh what that they weren't listening to the police enough and yeah it was uh i mean was that just a test pilot did it even have a season it had well it had so it had a couple shows and i thought it was supposed to come back at the end of the year but um what the fuck happened after that i guess them ratings wasn't high enough yeah so that was two not racist enough that was uh number 14 number 13 setting black people back 2017 chrisette michelle Mm, yes yeah chrisette michelle she uh she had a year guys okay uh yes she did (laughs) Mm. Uh, first you know she performed at the inauguration right uh which uh was not 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 very good um thought she was gonna change one note at a time many people told her not to go she still went so many people was like don't take your ass over there then uh after performing trump gave her the cold shoulder didn't even talk to her didn't even speak to her which we all were like i mean what do you think was gonna happen i mean is this what are you surprised are you shocked um she also had um at that point started getting called a coon and all this shit so uh she got dragged she went on tv talked about it and stuff um and then she said that all the dragon calls her to have a miscarriage but use a photo of someone else's miscarriage on her instagram so now it's like is that real or not right and then finally she she said you know what i'm gonna come on home i'm gonna come on back y'all she released a song called black lives matter what's supposed to be understood will always be misunderstood think i speak for us all when i say welcome back to the cookout crusette you did it nope black lives matter nope we forgive you thank i'm sorry you went through it but uh i will be the first one to get you a plate of the yellow potato salad okay you ain't even gonna be there what are you talking about uh well you can have my ticket uh you can have my ticket along with uh robin thick who's welcome back and uh sorry other black people that will be there of course uh all my tickets do come with uh qualifiers uh and may also only be accepted at the actual corporate location of cookout but whatever um <laughs> but yeah she kind of set us back um and but but i moved her down the list um number 12 for seven black people back 2017 cleon brown now you guys are like who the fuck cleon brown i don't remember right. cleon brown cleon brown 
was a white police officer mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who discovered that he was actually a black police officer mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh he, he he discovered that he was a a black police officer and was immediately harassed by all the white police officers he used to key key with and they racism uh now they were now picking on his white ass um who's really a black ass and um he decided to sue which i feel like sets us back okay like he went from regular ass racist white person to suing white people that he used to be racist with uh which feels like the whitest thing ever but ever. It, but he was a black person who did it i mean secure the bag and whatnot but ha <laughs> jesus christ buddy the nigga was black for five minutes and was like i'm suing this is racially insensitive yes <laughs> and i don't was, know how y'all niggas dealt with this all your life right <laughs> i refuse everybody saw the pictures was like nigga you ain't know you was black though Mm-mm. yeah you you ain't know you was black he was like this racism fuck that yeah mm-hmm yeah they was calling him counter in the light in the <laughs> in the police department they started whispering black lives matter while pumping their fists as he walked past them he claimed uh so yeah cleon brown set us back okay we don't want you stay over there okay? all right go back where you came from you are not invited to the struggle i know you was mm-hmm. fucking black people up before they before they found out um <laughs> i wonder how many black people he arrested i was like but brother he's like don't call me brother but your name is cleon <laughs> i know they're looking at his badge going what's, what's what's your name uh number 11 could probably always be on the list but uh it just changed names every year but <laughs> um cheating ass niggas set us back <laughs> <laughs> it's his own category y'all it was, it was his own category cheating ass niggas had a year guys whether it was usher out here with the with the with the with the herb you know yeah. lawsuit and rumors kevin hart you know uh ti got yeah about to get a divorce got his family back jay-z got a fire album but i mean it's all based off him being cheating ass nigga and uh kendu isaacs of course the uh extraordinary ambitious ambitious cheater of all i mean got us a fire album from mary again mm-hmm. which thank you but nigga, thank you but he, he trying to secure that bag the audacity of key kendall i mean of kendu like the black cassidy yeah the the block the, the black dacity of this Come man on. um so that was number 11 number 10 y'all remember the john ridley controversy over his tv show gorilla where he race bended out the black woman character in the revolutionary drama about um you know black civil rights in the uk and he used an indian woman instead or maybe a south asian woman instead and um then had a press conference and when confronted with it by sisters basically said something about how his own marriage to a a woman a a non-black woman of color was uh the basis for this which is like everything else supposed to be historically relevant how you just gonna freestyle on the black woman part though bro mm-hmm. and is it just me or didn't that shit flop like i don't know oh it flopped okay. it flopped it came out nobody watched it ratings were horrendous um huge the misstep pe- right the people that would have watched it was like mm, fuck this and fuck your show we ain't got to watch shit all right i don't know how any let me tell you something no black man should ever plan to make money any in anything that pisses black women off 
you know what i mean we're your number one supporters dog right like you definitely can't do it without them you know like the people i mean you could but you would have to lean into that shit super hard like on the on the hotel youtube type type shit like you're not gonna be able to to just casually be misogynistic towards black women and then be like and be like i don't need your opinion but also come support my thing anyway uh that was a huge misstep for him and uh and black people in general okay um the st louis election i don't know if y'all remember this one uh but tashara jones lost the mayoral race by 888 votes even though uh she was the only person uh on the democratic ticket and of the black people running that had a legitimate shot at winning several brothers refused to drop out of the race motherfucking refused refused ended up costing basically black people the election uh because they ended up getting a 64 year old white alderman named lita uh lita lita cruzen um who um endorses who, who was endorsed by the st louis police department so tashara jones 44 year old black incumbent city treasurer active in black lives matter since ferguson missouri uprising um lost by 888 votes because of that yeah that was that was that's horrible everybody knows st louis deals with some of the worst uh racism for black people in america yes they do and they essentially those those people were left out to uh out to out just left out in the cold because some brothers had too much ego didn't want to drop out of a race that they couldn't win none of them were going to win they all knew they weren't going to win it was going to be her or this white person and they stayed in i, I don't know how that's that's terrible that story still pisses me off Niggas. um let's see what else we got here number eight Ooh, we moving right along ebony not paying their writers oh man remember hashtag ebony o's on social media i mean it was rolling she might still be rolling it's ebony that one hurt as black people we was in ebony online mm-hmm. and i'm like i hope that dude got paid hey, that's what i said <laughs> i hope he got his money but yeah that was bad man it was like because you know then you have to deal with all the anti-blackness that comes out about black publications so then you have people that are like this why black people shit's whack y'all don't pay people y'all don't do enough and all that stuff uh in addition to you know a bunch of black and brown writers that didn't get their money um so that was a bad one mm-hmm. getting close well, we're getting to the we're getting to the big stories now number seven setting black people back in 2017 black academic beef guys okay <laughs> and this one would have been bigger but it came in so late in the year right but uh cornell west trying to take down ta-nehisi coates all for the adoring eyes of neoliberal white folks uh just completely completely un- uncalled for um became like a huge story for about two or three weeks you end up with coach leaving twitter mm-hmm. um it, it was it was bad it set us back for sure you know me- meanwhile make it, it was also to the whole like black male ego there can only be one highlander of black academia and all this stuff and, and buys right into that you know uh cornell west who has been a neoliberal darling calling tanazi coast a neoliberal darling was just it was so ridiculous and uncalled for and meanwhile i don't think anybody ended up reading anything uh anything more than what they were already reading from those two so what was the ultimate what was served by that all right 
uh although we did get a great episode out of it like i would not knock the the black academic the neoliberal boogaloo episode nope number six bill cosby jury deadlock all because uh one or two jurors refused in spite of all evidence literally in the exit interview said i just can't convict bill cosby i'm not saying which jury it was but i believe there were two black men on the jury and um uh, just saying the vote was like either 10 to 2 or 10 1 so 11 1 so um anyway uh that may get retried or whatever but uh set us back you know everybody else on that jury could be was like that motherfucking guilty and some brother was like dr cliff huxtable would never <laughs> But like a nigga you know this is a, a fictional character right Mm-mm. nope not in my life he raised me that's my real daddy mm. number five getting close to the top guys setting black people back this one's an oldie but goodie and they return to the top after uh, probably a decade out of the limelight the new r kelly allegations like this nigga not only is he still doing it motherfuckers still sending their kids to this man under the auspices of getting some type of music career or something and then we got like inside details this nigga like the entire house and and the sad part is the details came from people that were complicit in it Mm -hmm. or victims of it right so you end up you know or survivors of it i guess but you end up with people that are like yeah you know uh we used to come down this house and he had parties he make these girls look at the at the wall and stand there and shit and like okay so y'all just still kept kicked it in this nigga's house though like is that part we skipping over that but yeah still at it still at it been just can't get rid of him. i don't know been, what it takes to get him out of been stepping in lame love for 20 some years people still going to this concert still buying this album this is shameful for all of us that he still is existing and making a career living i'm sure that there's some type of ironic equality to it as many white abusers are able to make a living and nobody gets canceled and shit but i don't know it just feels sad to me uh specifically with his target uh of choice being young black women that we sit around and let this dude cook and people act like we mad the white people doing it too i don't know why people act like it's a one-way thing i'm pissed because they doing it too right and he'll be at the next soul train awards or whatever the fuck i'm sure of it lady gaga i'll do another song with him like people don't care uh number four this is a late entry okay because at first i don't even know if this would have made the list but it's making the list and then some the hotel civil war Mm-hmm. the hotel civil war which now, i think is actually happening right now as we it, speak it is still going that was part one and mm. part two uh, like we, i said i know bits and pieces i know it's probably deeper you know deeper mm-hmm. than i know i know the unks was flying mm-hmm. the first one was uh dr umar going at some dude named something seti that was in yes. the summer remember that he was talking about uh who was the real and then he had the fake phone ring thing and yes it was so silly and then he after that whole thing washed over he then went back to he's about peace and he's not gonna do this and all this stuff but then lately um he has reignited the hotel civil war uh and this started because he's losing is or he's being his license is being challenged for his degree and he's also people are looking into the money he promised to that used to build a school that still has not been built um people are looking into that 
and so he came back into the news and a guy that he's worked with in the past Tariq Nasheed they made uh some documentaries together I think three of them if that's what you want to call them and um they're now at each other's throats and they're going back and forth with each other on yeah. YouTube and yeah, threatening each say, other yes, videos and stuff I haven't seen any but I see like clips and stuff just been floating up and down like gifts yeah I, I've seen a couple clips uh I, maybe we'll cover it on the pregame or something me and Justin I don't know but mm-hmm uh i mean i know Tariq nasheed was threatening to tie his beard in bantu knots and to slap his titties around oh no yeah um so i don't know i mean i like bantu knots but right. but yeah I'm- they're talking about going to uh fight they're gonna fight they won't fight for charity or some shit i don't know if that's gonna happen uh so the hotel civil war though it definitely set us back because i mean yeah, I, I don't think he mean that as a good time, but you know mm-hmm. that's that's you know that's terrible. Yeah, so, it, it was a lot. So what w- what about people that like bantu knots and getting their titties slapped? I I don't think neither of these men care about that, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, these last three, whew. these last three, they all put me in a tizzy. But number three, they all they have a theme. You guys may pick up on these last three the white house coons okay um sheriff clark an investigation by the way i you know what's funny a week ago i literally was thinking what the fuck ever happened to that time it was when we was on the plane it was actually more than a week ago we was on the plane and i thought in my mind what if i saw sheriff clark on this plane because remember that article we read a black man saw sheriff clark on a plane sheriff clark thought the dude had an attitude got mad at him when they got to the um to the airport when they landed he called the police and told them to arrest this man and they did and i went that has to be fucking illegal like that that like that can't be right well they've been investigating that and he is now under investigation for that shit right so anyway that coon ben carson who is in charge of hud housing and urban development and slashing budgets trying to do some tough love quote-unquote to poor black and brown people yeah, in they, america they're going to be the homeless rate getting ready to skyrocket people aren't going to get assistance they're not going to qualify anymore mm-hmm. uh diamond and silk i mean what more can we say about those girls right um all of them preachers all of them dog the various coons on fox news and whatnot that go on there to advocate for trump and to give him the co-sign of the black community as if any of us really support trump like paris denard and them and lastly uh Omarosa as well you know uh so yeah i feel like um we have to bring up that the white house coons set black people back because there weren't many of them but they were out there in public speaking a lot and some of them um actually affected their careers afterwards mm-hmm. i know for steve harvey it affected his career terribly i see i wasn't even gonna count him as a white house coon i mean no no he's not a white house coon cause, but because he don't have a position there but right. i understand what you're saying yeah even like kanye and them shouldn't have went up there mm-hmm. and i agree right it's, i just didn't put them on a list no no i wouldn't put them on that on this list but, yeah. but them going up there and being associated still had like an after effect yeah honorable mention to all the black men that felt they needed to go meet with this nigga jim brown uh meanwhile he didn't do shit number two now this one is not necessarily at fault but this one definitely set us back and hurt me tremendously we had an episode about it i was very emotional when the hbcu presidents had to go take that picture with trump 
I was hurt by and that. they got turned into a photo op when they're supposed to be a meeting about Pell Grants and shit and then they still turned to cut some of the budget anyway can't imagine how much more of the budget they would have cut if they didn't take this picture by the way but it was a real catch 22 and that picture is gonna every time I see that picture I will always be mad. angry I will always be hurt I'm always be uh you know I'm always be fucked with by that picture like is that you know the Bessie DeVos one her feet on the couch with no shoes on and shit like Come on you know these these motherfuckers that even got elected because they're sullying the the pristine uh image that uh of the obama family leaving that place and shit you know like regardless how you feel about the politics of it it does say something about the least qualified most obstinate white house administration ever went came in behind a black president it says something about whiteness and what they the statement they wanted to make with their votes anyway um that picture is gonna fuck with me forever oh it's kelly a Conway that was on there okay my bad whatever happened to her right anyway number one setting black people back in 2017 the number one thing obama leaving office man you know the symbolism the imagery the competent leadership uh the fact that he could speak full sentences <laughs> uh that shit right there man i remember watching his last address being like yeah it's never gonna be this quote-unquote good again uh as far as just the imagery that we project as a nation to the rest of the world you know and a a guy that was accomplished young um well composed the, the diplomatic to a certain extent um and like i said not a perfect man this is not i'm not trying to turn him into jesus but a much better president than i've ever seen in that office um and then immediately to be followed behind with the worst president that i've ever seen elected to the office uh that stark contrast and we're feeling it in um we're feeling it in the new rollbacks of people's rights the new uh regressive uh um uh, policies of uh people coming in to our country um the tourism has went down here I, 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 and trump just literally took down the hiv aids like council uh for the presidency he just literally fired everybody right and and, and didn't even call them he fucked, right. they, they said he fucking fedex some shit to them right it literally is killing people uh so yeah that that set us back him leaving that that one hurt all right let's get into some of the positives guys 2017 wasn't all bad right Mm-mm. some of us we found some some joy some good things and and in all the badness um number 15 on the on the setting us forward the positives the good things number 15 um oh wait i don't i don't know how 14 got on here this is bad oh all right well i had to put this honorable mention for 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 bad uh flat earthers Kyrie and bob i oh, forgot to mention them that's bad that's real bad that was bad yeah so actually we only got 14 good things uh hold on i was gonna say how'd i get on that list right oh and i don't have the sheet that we use we had to come up with a 15 we had to come up with a 15 crumble it or something do it away so, yeah i crumbled it up and threw it away we had to come up with a 15 uh you know what 15 we're doing impromptu one here um let's say negro con okay guys we got negro con this year uh we're so humble we're putting it at 15 uh but a bunch i know of- we i mean we got to make the list i mean we were negro con we 
we did <laughs> PyCon. how about traveling ass niggas you know what we gonna but make- specifically negro con karen yes. i don't want to say just us as a podcast i'm saying a bunch of black people coming together after we got kicked out or not invited back come on to a white event coming and creating our own space creating our own little party everybody came most people seem to have had a good time yes we still ain't heard no you know no creepy weird shit that happened or no Mm-mm. nobody that got stunted on or fronted on Mm-mm. um that yeah. you know we ran out of chicken Chick- yeah that we, was only negative yeah we just which pet- is why we put it at 15 right because we ran out of chicken right but other than that uh we had a great time and uh so we'll put that at 15 okay because i'm i messed up number 14 though setting black people forward mariah carey suing a man for wasting her time and winning Mm-hmm. i'm here for this mm-hmm. now i don't know mariah carey race all like that i mean i always assume she's I, something yeah i love me some mariah carey because the thing about her is that she's still living off of her legacy just like a lot of these white women out here she's like what i what i'm gonna do is i can't move and bop no more and yes i don't put on some weight but what you gonna do you gonna get this work and mm-hmm. i am here for it i just like that she uh got mad at her boyfriend for catching him playing somebody else's music on his laptop through his laptop out the window this nigga's a billionaire by the way and then also sued this nigga for wasting her motherfucking time in a relationship uh so uh yeah mariah carey moving us forward yes she is number 13 the election of doug jones over roy moore off the strength of the black vote now i know a lot of people specifically go just the black women vote because it's like 96 percent or something like that for uh doug jones and that's fine i personally felt enriched by the fact that like 92 percent of black men was out there like fuck this nigga as well you know like i didn't really want to make that distinction which is why i stayed out of that whole yeah, about everybody was in the 90s so hey yeah like get let's go like let's fucking go like i forget what the percentage was but it was enough for me to be like all oh, y'all count get him up out of there now ain't that the one that was the pedophile that can't go to the mall roy moore was the pedophile in alabama that can't go to the yeah, mall yeah it was like no you can't go to the mall why the fuck would we put you in the office right so um that one felt because people try to turn it into black men black women versus this i'm like i didn't when it's up when the percentage is that close i'm cool with it like we 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 did that yes we did you know because lord knows if niggas would have came in at like 75 percent 80 percent even 90 percent and and motherfucking lost oh black men would have caught hell if black men would have came in so like give the credit where it's due on this joint we did that we all got to do that that was a collective yeah vote. that one that even, one even even if she was like nigga you going with me to vote today right uh now more importantly the reason i say it's a victory for setting black people for it white people ain't do shit for this they still came in voted for this racist pedophile bigot and didn't have no problem with that nope and i don't and i'm not giving any credit to hey we saved you white folks from each mm-hmm. no black people did that for black people because they didn't want to live under this other piece of shit doug jones not necessarily the greatest person either come on still hired an all-white cabinet as soon as he got the job right thankless just thankless but all that being said much better than having roy moore's fucking come on he go to the mall right so now unfortunately if you work at a mall in alabama i'm gonna need you to be on double guard because roy moore ain't got nothing to do nothing uh has he even conceded yet no she, she still might be fighting it number 12 
this almost made black people sitting back by the way this is a controversial one number 12 for moving us forward russell wilson and sierra getting together it almost made setting us back because it became like insecure with motherfuckers arguing and falling out but listen russell wilson is sitting up here showing a lot of the stereotypes that we have about black men and a lot of the stereotypes that future fans have about what black malehood is supposed to be and just slapping it right in his motherfucking face Mm -hmm. just sitting up here being a little baby future's life him and sierra about to have a baby right uh, if they haven't already had it yet yeah they have okay yeah got married got married with uh pretending they didn't have sex although i know they did some freaky things on the way sierra too fine to not be touching her get the fuck out of my face russ but, but um you know it was just too like it was a positive story man like and, and at the end of the day future they, even had to fall back into his co-parent space with all his many hoes while he's hugged up with larson pippen but rapping about how Ciara is doing him wrong like everything kind of worked itself out and their little corny ass love is so beautiful to me yes the pictures with the baby because i think she already had like an older son the pictures with the old the older right. child like it was to be so precious they would catch them like coming in and out of the airport oh it would just melt your and, heart and i think russell wilson can be a, a a role model for not only short men but corny men as well come on a lot of corny men out here good dads corny men need representation okay yeah. it's like what i told my brother when he first uh was gonna have his child i said man you can either be a cool dad or you can be a good dad ain't no cool good dads no it's not You're either gonna be cool or good right so you i like it can't be both you know i like that corny ass nigga and i like that he love her so much he don't care that he come off corny right love, love their love so they moved us forward thank you russell and Ciara number 11 michael slagger got convicted of killing walter scott the very rare cop kills a black person and goes to jail for it very rare very rare very rare throughout the history of the united states um and uh yeah we i i feel like we all had a look of shock when we heard that like "Mm, that can happen that is an option here oh i did not know killing a man in cold blood painting a weapon on his body and lying about it while on video camera i did not know that you could go to jail for that and neither did the police right um let's see number 10 and this we had to put this all together because this would have been several other categories right the carters okay yeah, they own category right jay-z and beyonce did that damn 2017 thing okay um one uh you know jay-z made the rock and roll hall of fame first ever rapper inducted to the rock and roll hall of fame mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. or the writer's hall of fame one of the two yeah um beyonce of course they had the twins uh sir and Rumi carter uh you know much hated on her instagrams i think pieces abounded but uh you know in, in the true beyonce spirit she gave nan fucks did not leave a comment and continued to live her great life um blue dropped the freestyle yes boom shaka laka mm-hmm. and got credit got writing credits right uh <laughs> that's what i'm talking about yeah like she she dropped bars on these niggas okay everything is flocka okay yes <laughs> well so and, and then of course uh you know 444 drop which like i know the uh 
cynical thing to do here is to then admonish this dude for having growth so late in life which that's fine if if that's what you want to do i personally celebrate growth wherever it happens whenever it happens because you could die before the fuck you get to do that now you gotta look at a wake of tragedy you left behind because you never fucking appreciate it or grew um in any way and uh especially with how we judge black masculinity and how we reward not growing i thought it was kind of dope to see that dude grow so late in life even and it's even after putting people through shit it doesn't erase what he's what i'm sure that 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 has done to his family right and it doesn't make pain go away either. but i think it also shows something that many people won't cop to on the internet for fear of uh not looking like uh the coolest most ruthless motherfucker but a lot of people work through that kind of stuff in their personal lives yes they do and they're ashamed of it and they don't talk about it and they keep it behind closed doors because they want their marriages to look perfect Mm -hmm. and they feel like what makes um a marriage strong is is looking pristine as as opposed to how you deal with conflict and inevitable disappointments as well as the ups um so i thought i thought that was kind of a dope moment of vulnerability plus they monetized the fuck out of their um elevator fight okay how many dope albums i'm, I'm waiting on the security guard to release an album because we got yes! a seat at the table we got lemonade and we got 444 out of that shit like the fuck is next y'all um also uh jay-z said no to the super bowl yes he did um which i i thought was uh karen brought that up yesterday that was also a huge one so uh yeah he trying to get his wife he was like nope right and jay-z well i'll leave this one for later but he has another one on this list that i want to bring up but you know this like woke quote-unquote jay-z has been kind of refreshing i know people don't necessarily agree with his financial politics and what he considers to be legacy but you know what those people are broke so it you know <laughs> like yeah like at the same time it's kind of like i mean really this nigga he has a different idea he's been able to accomplish it he thinks legacy is giving your family wealth generational wealth so that they can then build platforms to change the world and maybe he's right maybe he's not thing is ain't nothing i could do about it you know so and that's uh, something white folks been doing for decades and my title pro- my title coins have been well 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 rewarded in in uh in 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 tenfold because these videos they're putting out these behind the scenes interviews um the beyonce lemonade uh video project yeah, didn't they just come out? i hadn't seen it did they just come out with something that ever do run a uh yeah yeah it's called uh it's the family feud uh um song from 444 said they made an eight minute video directed by ava duvernay starring many different black and brown people Oh, okay i haven't seen it yet yeah it's amazing it's amazing but uh anyway the point being um yeah somebody uh made a joke about beyonce's outfit she got on this black outfit with like like a head wrap like a head thing and somebody was saying uh beyonce went to ava and was like uh ava was like uh what do you want to do she was like I want to be the hardest boss on a fighting level that you can only beat by, pl- by pressing a special code. <laughs> yeah, she did look like she was gonna fuck somebody up with a in Street Fighter in that in that church. But it's a great it's a great video. But anyway, I love the creativity behind it and everything. Um, so yeah, the Carters had a great year at number ten. Oh yeah, Beyonce uh, had the you said the best sales for two thousand and she was the number the highest grossing pop artist in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. That now that counts for twenty seventeen because that's when they announced it. Correct. Uh, but also you know we got that freestyle okay from uh from Blue Ivy. 
Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Impressive Channel. Oh, wait, what? You're not gonna give us the. That's uh, trash. Oh, we have to find the other freestyle. Yeah, I hate that they just did that. Right, no. Um, that's, that's, that's not the way you do it. Really I, I give you a give few us, seconds. Uh, well, I might could just find it on title. But she was really about to give us the. Uh, yeah, hey y'all let me give you my opinion mm-hmm. on blue eyes freestyle mm-hmm. that, first of all it's your girl mm-hmm. that's one thing that irritate me about youtube you go looking for something they won't give you com- i don't give a fuck about your goddamn commentary yeah I'll, I'll try to find it for later in the show we'll keep it moving i don't want to freeze all show looking for this um but i'll try to keep it in the background uh by the way honorable mention setting black people forward black thought freestyle how did i forget that mm-hmm. 10 minute masterpiece just Ugh, ugh. Like I just, if I can live my life with the intensity of Black Thoughts Freestyle for 2018, I will be so successful on whatever venture I choose to uh, to explore. Because nigga, that motherfucking freestyle—that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. I live, Jesus Christ! I've never seen anybody do it like that. So, um you know uh all right let me uh go back to some more of these like i said uh i'll try to find that freestyle and come back to it no problem number nine dylan roof getting that death penalty y'all mm-hmm yeah yeah i i am not afraid to admit that i am petty when it comes to this and i did want him to die and i did want him to get the death penalty and i don't care i'm emotionally compromised that's why you shouldn't have me on these journeys i want him to be sentenced because i wanted that motherfucker gone off of this goddamn motherfucking earth for going in there and killing nine innocent black people in a church of all places and uh you know it, i he was not repenting about it and uh yeah i'm so glad that he is up out of here so peace uh <laughs> that was number nine for us which means there are eight more things that i felt uh, that we felt karen and i felt we made this list together were more impactful for moving us forward in 20 2017 number eight fenty beauty line dropping yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i've seen so many black women with their faces beat to death come on <laughs> all over the timeline on every social media yeah my, my 2018 gonna be buying uh uh some of her lip stuff because i've seen women wearing the the colors but particularly the red is so rich and so deep it just makes your lips pop mm-hmm. so uh like i said my 2018 is living my best white woman life y'all y'all gonna come in here my lips gonna be red blue green orange purple honey i'm gonna get all the colors of the rainbow it was so powerful it made the other lines that are trash that have shades for black women that normally don't promote them be like well what about we got some shades oh, hold up now um well, we'll look at this model we got bring out our black model bring out the one yes listen she here look at her face like you can get some of this too that's how powerful it was like it made the it made the actual um industry yeah l'oreal try to try to be like but but me too uh for real we got some black like l'oreal revlon all these people that literally has been making makeup for decades uh some of them centuries and just been ignoring the hell out of this market right. and you have black women out here particularly if you like a darker darker complexion mm-hmm. actually having to mix two and three foundations together to get something that kind of does match your skin you got folks rocking around here ashy you got folks rocking around here with it's too dark mm-hmm. and you have uh, particularly uh the videos were touching when they first came out you had people that were 
that are albino was saying that i never had anything to match my skin tone Mm -hmm. so it's like she actually had a market that literally hit every color of the rainbow and the thing is she actually has shit for white people and that's the thing she now she's going after their market mm-hmm. you know they didn't not trying to find they don't give a fuck about niggas she was going after their market so like, i am here for everybody they're like oh no you can't be stealing the white women and the black women we ignored well uh yeah i agree with all that um number seven moving us forward the confederate monuments coming down yes you know uh now this is one of those things where it's like i feel like monuments are symbolic they're not really the same as laws and especially in the land where you just elected uh trump it's not actually gonna you know have an impact uh anything more than symbolic mostly but i still appreciated it you know uh and i think the fight over toiling these monuments down the fact that the fact that people went out there to be like we come in here to support the monuments and got their ass whooped and shit that was all good to me i i did not mind any of that for 2017 i appreciate the, the those monuments coming down i celebrated every time i seen a, vi- a video where someone pulled one of the fucking statues down i was like mm-hmm. or a state or a town government said uh we are taking this shit down um too motherfucking bad if you got a problem with it that always made me happy mm-hmm. so um yeah i will i will say we'll go with that uh, i know we're at the break we're gonna go to the next session we're gonna bring it right back on screen give us one second everyone it should just take a, a minute to get us all back yeah all back together again yeah and in the meantime i will try to find this blue ivy freestyle yes we got to get the freestyle uh oh <laughs> uh all right i'm back in here and i'm inviting you guys back yeah calling everybody over yep and going live yeah i'm in there all right and i'm about to add you back to the screen as soon as uh the slow ass computer lets me there we Ah! go all right and i'll see if i can search blue ivy on title in the meantime uh oh blues freestyle there we go we family so hopefully that uh that'll start to play and then we'll get back to the list no problem but yeah i was so to see confederate monuments taken now and also everything is my Everything is spotted, innocent inside, innocent in pile, innocent was seeking, innocent of thinking. Everything I see, no red, no everything I take. Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. Everything in shaka, everything in fucka. Everything in shaka. Bars. I'm trying I'm trying to tell you, baby got better bars than me. <laughs> um so yeah confederate monuments coming down was number seven number six getting to the big ones stacy dash and amarosa getting fired mm. everything was shocker everything was flocking when they got fired uh one stacy dash was a job early in the year because i mean do they really need you to be the closet i mean the 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 racist black person on the mm-hmm. station when there's such a dearth of 
black racist coon talent coming in just been doing it for decades it's a lot better than you that actually know issues and study stuff you just up here freestyling talking bad about bet and stuff love to see her lose her job where has she been does, does she still making movies i think they said something about she's gonna be making some movies oh is that what she's doing movies. no 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 that was a rumor it didn't. okay she came out on twitter and said that that's is not, not true. true okay but i just wonder if she's like cooning for free now what is she doing i don't know i, I mean I the game is to be sold not told stacy i haven't seen her nowhere she might be coming out with a book who knows i hope you're getting your coons i mean <laughs> coins somewhere this year mm, me too uh and then of course i'm rosa getting fired which even my mama texts me well Amarosa got fired <laughs> nobody like Amarosa I don't even know Amarosa's politics and I'm just like hey you shouldn't do, have been over do, there with do them do we need to I guess we don't I guess we don't I look I just know black people was very excited uh moved us forward that they was out of a job mm-hmm. they, they 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 uh took her right on out and I would say you know some people are gonna go oh so y'all happy a black woman got fired even in racism it doesn't work even for us but then I will remind you Diamond and Silk is still out here making their money so yes. I mean they are re- holding it down for black woman coons okay uh shout out to Robin Roberts who hit Amarosa with the bye Felicia too like it brought out the best in everybody Angela Rye shout out to everybody that got the party off of that uh number five moving us forward moving black people forward jay-z and black lives matter chapters bailing out people for mother and father's day Mm-hmm. that was really cool like uh we know that bail systems are designed to be punitive and often make debtors prisons out of jails um there is not really designed to help people out um it's not really designed to um to uh to uh, to have a speedy trial and they penalize you you lose jobs behind this shit you can't afford to pay it and it just becomes a cycle and a lot of times the fines be small but because you can't pay the small fines it escalates to a larger fine that you definitely can't pay right um but uh yes it, so it was also uh it was kind of glad good to see that uh um people come together and it was kind of an understated moment but how many families got to see each other you know i know jay made that documentary to this year about khalif browder so like you know woke jay has been pretty cool you know what i'm saying um uh uh so anyway it was it was that was cool uh, and black lives matter blowing out women on mother's day that i like i said underrated thing that i think people didn't talk about enough number four cardi b it was a year of cardi b mm-hmm. she beat the shit out of uh taylor swift on the charts uh long. <laughs> uh she uh she got engaged but i'm not a hundred that one felt more like she uh i'm like you know what a, good, a woman had a good thing going and now she uh, attached herself to a nigga that's about to just not be shit but but you know congrats to them good luck yep uh i saw they there were rumors that he cheated on her and then she had put out a statement like next time you cheat you're gonna lose your wife which is a line from lemonade so um yeah good good for her um with uh with with, with her year though because uh everybody knows bodak yellow's jump was banging um she got she went she's so good she got off of love and hip-hop first person to ever successfully get off of love and hip-hop because they doing too good 
yeah actually actually one of the few people that actually had an album yeah introduced to us via love and hip-hop um you know and just made music too good to stay like no good for her uh hope 2018 is also fruitful um number three kaepernick taking a knee the knee her around the world i mean whether you agree with or disagree with some of his politics whether you um uh, think that the nfl is the right place for this type of activism or any of that shit it definitely made conversations happen in spaces that they would not have happened if not for colin kaepernick you know if he hadn't started that i don't know if he could have known how impactful it would be but it definitely set the tone for 2018 um i mean 2017 uh number two black women coming uh against trump you know i feel like black women were probably the main people to be uh on the front lines of trying to take down trump and fighting back his administration in every single facet whether you're talking about sports with jamel hill who ended up being suspended for two weeks by espn for her comments that was the truth uh kamala harris and all those like depositions the number one like just person taking down the trump administration cronies um whether it was april ryan as a journalist going head to head with huckabee sanders and sean spicer giving no quarter um and doing her job with integrity uh frederica wilson remember her with the cowboy hat exposed this nigga for being on the phone lying about um the death of that black soldier um and uh, of course maxine waters you can't forget her um you know reclaiming her time all uh, of it you know but she is she be on twitter now firing off hot fire tweets about donald trump every day um i feel like an administration really targeted black women so it's yes. not necessarily like i'm not saying black women are only people to be vocal uh adversaries of the administration i think there were other people as well but um when it came to the administration trying to clap back and silence people these were the people he chose to tweet about for reason these were the people he chose to try to take down these are the people they that they lied to their face and lied on them and shit uh there were other people too kaepernick you know nfl players got called sons of bitches like you know not trying to say it's only one way but i feel like black women really got on the front lines and said fuck this dude to his face in a in a world where people were trying to find a compromise we need to talk to these supporters maybe we can push bernie you know a lot of white leadership let people down you know with the exception of hillary clinton who maybe she was just mad because she lost but with the exception of her almost every white leadership and po- political power has been like we should compromise and come together at the table and work with trump black black women specifically are like fuck him you can't work with him and history will prove that i'm right and i i think that that's why they're number two number one black art that's right black art in 2017 was so dope and there was so much of it um my number one my favorite if i had to say 1a for black art 2017 uh matter of fact i'll save that one for last but I'll, I'll talk about some of these shows blackish yeah uh 444 uh control you know damn um just some some dope politically conscious type music out there underground yes got canceled but still we got, we got two seasons of a show about 
resistance in in slave times mm-hmm. um of course atlanta the tv show atlanta i mean oh it was just groundbreaking and, and so good um and i think we have to wait an extra year for it to come back but mm-hmm. you know what it, you know it's gonna be worth it you know it's gonna be flames um insecure right i mean insecure is another great series um i didn't watch it but i'm sure she's got to have it uh another instance of black art um uh queen sugar like we just had so much i feel like i could watch something black every night of the week this year yeah chewing gum i've never seen that but yeah i wasn't even talking about netflix but yes streaming stuff yeah Yeah, no no you're right i've left it out by accident okay yeah Yeah, all the streaming stuff yes uh chewing gum uh she got to have it we didn't put on the list um um dear white people shit mm-hmm. like that you know like there's been some black ass art i'm not saying that all of it has to live up to everyone's expectations or your politics that, that that's besides the case what i'm really advocating for is the idea that we could be like this one's not for me but this one is that's something that we really don't get to experience a lot a lot of times with black art there's one choice oh you want to watch something black on tv well you got this one show you know uh, even this is us was super black yes you know um and then movies you had girls trip commercial success uh critical success um specifically centered around black women you had get out racial hard movie kind of and slash somewhat comedy uh absurdism i don't know what you would call it anyway um critically acclaimed you know jordan pitt made made a shit ton of money for a very small budget um that was dope uh black panther trailer black panther so lit like that trailer dropping during black christmas which is uh the nba finals and continuing this out to stun us for the rest of the year that was dope yes sir uh and then lastly moonlight winning the oscar that was my favorite moment of the year moonlight winning that motherfucking oscar pulling it out of the cold clammy white hands of the la la land directors and writers ah oh why can't life be like that every day come on oh that was so beautiful like i know black people that was upset by that shit nope give me all my awards that way if i ever win an award if i'm at a banquet and they say it's the podcast awards and they go uh and the winner is uh the white guys podcast and i'm like fuck we didn't win can we came over here got dressed up and we didn't even win shit oh well maybe another time and they say wait uh, wait a minute i'm sorry <laughs> we read it wrong black guy who tips it, it, you won no i'm not joking you won i will come up and snatch that shit like motherfucking scorpion get over here and get my motherfucking awards i'll dance okay i don't dance i no, will fucking dance. dance i will dance in front of everybody if we i will dab on these niggas <laughs> if we ever win a war i I think i might be too black i might just kick my heels off and come up there barefooted right so i that was my favorite motherfucking moment of the year when it came to black art just moonlight just thank you oh do it again yes do it again all right now it's time to go to the white people and i think we should do the opposite for white people okay Okay. guys yeah i got got a a a positive to add to white people okay so we'll start with the positives can give me your honorable mention positive this is an honorable mention they they they, uh uh because no this list was small 
so her honorable mention is safety pin box for white people oh yeah, for okay. white people okay her yeah that's a good one is safety pin box uh nobody expected that to work no <laughs> no they didn't and uh we coming for you with paper clip box you know we we put it out there uh ain't ain't quite got no sponsors yet but you know that's the goal but uh safety pin box because leslie and marissa has done great things and they are here uh getting white people together mm-hmm. uh showing them how to be better allies uh showing them how to talk to us how to consider us even if they over consider us shit you're motherfucking considering us when before you didn't consider us at all um also uh to the black people they actually take a a lot of the money and they give it to uh women black women and lgbtq and um women and uh enriching their lives and they're out here doing great things and so i want to put them as honorable mention because they have done wonderful things in 2017 and i expect nothing but the best in 2018 yeah um i didn't want to put them on the list because uh paperclip box we're planning on having a very good 2018 we are and uh paperclip box is uh in direct competition with them so i didn't want to uh mention all the work that they've done in progress uh well you know 2017 we kind of didn't get a lot accomplished you know uh but next year you know it's gonna be the year we really take off with this thing we're gonna get our white allies in order yeah let's marissa look out we come we coming for you we coming for your spot well you can't be working for both of us that is definitely some breach of contract so you will not be uh able to work for uh we personally only uh want people working for uh paperclip box oh so i can only pick one yeah with, and i also don't want, i'm not working with you i also don't want any black women working as i would like to just profit off of their work so okay, I just wanna, okay. When i'm just like the a, decision is already made for me then. a large part of what we do at paperclip box is gonna be uh taking uh boxes mm-hmm. from safety pan box and putting paperclips on them too so that's gonna be a big <laughs> so i got big plans for 2018 so that's why i didn't bring them up mm-hmm. but karen sure you can mention them I th- thank you well leslie and marissa y'all see the decision is made and it's final I- i'm 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 hanging with the black women mm-hmm. uh oh they listen to this oh okay um also <laughs> so let's talk about good things for white people okay there were some i know many of y'all would disagree but there were a few um one of them was number 15 <laughs> that that white woman in florida beating up that racist white woman uh for being racist oh she beat the hell out of her oh she beat her so good one of your shoes i'm gonna fucking shoot you in your fucking face ma'am you guys are gonna have to I'm taking my shit off so I that if she puts her hands on me, I can defend myself. I'm in, okay. I'm in room yeah. 405. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fucking crazy ass shit. You fucking stupid bitch. Are you fucking retarded, you stupid ass bitch? Huh? You put your fucking hands on me, you say some racist ass shit, and then you fucking stand on it and put your hands on me. Shout out to the black man security that waited till after the ass whooping to even get involved. Okay. He stood there for a hot minute. Okay. He was like, mm. apparently she just want to get her ass whooped. Right. I told you I was the right one, honey. By the way, I'm free. I told you I was the right one, honey. I don't know why you was in my face like that. Then get my shoe. Get my shoe. What's your name? What's your name? Because I'm calling the cops. How you gonna call the cops when you tried to beat me up first? Get my shoe from that lady. You call the cops? You got your ass whooped? 
Then she hit security. I don't know what's on her. The ass whooping got her bad. Because she didn't expect it. Yeah, racism can't win a fight by itself, guys. Okay? Because that's what I realized. Not all the time, but a lot of people that's loud, they just loud. Like, mm-hmm. people that's really about them life and putting them hands on you, they just come out of nowhere. You won't know what the fuck happening. You busy flapping your lips, and next thing you know, you got a two-piece or five-piece or whatever, uh, the family pack with uh some uh, macaroni and cheese and rice, and you don't know what the fuck happened to your face. Mm-hmm. And some, some Cajun sparkle on it. Come on, they give you some sweet tea just for the hell of it. Uh, 14. Setting white people forward. Miley Cyrus returns to back, back to whiteness. Yes, she does. She finally came back from over here with these niggas she was playing with. Right? Mustard on the beat hoe and all this shit. She said, I'm gonna come all the way back to just give me a acoustic guitar, sing some country music. I'm doing, I'm being a Woody Allen movie, uh, TV series, I think. Uh, fully all the way back white. Even was up there blaming black people. Y'all don't mm-hmm. respect women and yeah, she, she was, rap music made me act this way. Uh, she bought the yoga pants. She bought the scarves, mm-hmm. honey. Everything was up to her neck. I know y'all wanted her back and you got her. Uh, full fledged so y'all 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 are welcome okay back to the flip-flops in the winter time y'all can have a mm-hmm. y'all won that battle all right um the kardashians number 13 all of them toting a gut full of black men all of them ah! they continue to win it don't matter what y'all say about them it don't matter how they are just making a living cuckold in america one black penis at a time and pop it out these little racial babies okay yeah, um, they so, the babies are precious yeah these little precious babies you can't blame the babies it's not their fault it sure ain't their fault okay but yes travis scott got caught up uh tristan thompson who was not who was accused of being not a good father to his own child that he had went ahead and said um let me try to do this thing for chloe i'm gonna go ahead and be a good dad and the sec- second time's charm i guess uh you know kanye and uh kim i think are having like twins or something or I some, think something vitro yeah, yeah so like through a surrogate like kardashians continue to win over there mm-hmm. uh, the empire grows um number 12 this one was not like a personal feat for me and i think a lot of black people did celebrate it but i really think ultimately it goes to moving white people forward not us Meghan Markle getting engaged to Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like white people got some cool points because Prince Harry apparently is the rebel and uh, decided, uh, the group decided to re- marry a normal ass black woman, like divorced, a little bit older, uh, like just went. I I don't want a princess. I don't want. And white people was mad as hell about it, but uh, in general, white people ended up uh, getting the better part of that deal you know black people over here arguing about you know the, the racial dynamics of it and white people just get, get to be like uh ooh, a princess you know and you get some cred for blackness like oh mm-hmm. a black princess we see how inclusive we are not really but still yeah not really you still racist but, right. yeah, we but get, still yeah. we get it mm-hmm. number 11 there's also another one fraught with potential to push them back but it kind of put them forward adele winning that grammy over beyonce and then literally breaking the motherfucking Grammy like uh she she gave the best and worst acceptance speech I've ever seen the whole speech is just an apology like Beyonce they race I don't know but I, I didn't right? want this okay I was prepared to sit in that seat and watch you win and this is not right I'm like are you gonna thank your producer your director your husband Mm-mm. she ain't think no she was up there like baby I'm sorry okay she, didn't want them problems. she was like oh I know niggas gonna be lit no nope 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 <laughs> 
she was like blue i apologize to you mr carter i also would like to say i a heartfelt i am so sorry solange my apologies yes i did listen all the work sweat and tears i put into my album compares not at all to what was lemonade and i right. i was drinking the lemonade too baby right. i don't know why they stopped down my street they should have went up two houses to the left and gave it to you she did everything but get up there and start singing formation right like she 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 was so apologetic it's like she didn't even win the grammy but she did but it's like damn that that white woman didn't want no problems. she she was extra woke she was like don't want these problems black lives matter to me okay i just want to say i just want you to know <laughs> i supported your performance in the super bowl <laughs> she's like i will just let me know what i can do to Come on. like it wasn't like macklemore when macklemore like texted kendrick after and then took a screenshot she was on stage like this is some bullshit i <laughs> i like to speak to a manager right <laughs> <laughs> she was like you you sent this food to the wrong table how did we didn't order this i don't even watch the grammys and that shit tickled the fuck out of me yeah man. she was like we we, we, oh, we didn't order this she was so good man but Shout at least out. we knew her unlike nobody i nope i didn't know who the fuck beck was that's what made me mad about beck i really agree i'm biased i was right. like who the fuck is beck and who the hell listen to his goddamn album i don't care how many instruments he play i don't know who he is yeah mm. number 10 top 10 things now that move white people forward in 2017 punching nazis mm-hmm. of the people i saw punching nazis on tv on in the videos on youtube it was pretty much all white people and i appreciate y'all gathering your own okay we <laughs> no black people no black lives were endangered in the making of this video and i'm glad if i saw one more of those uh what do they call them anti-fascist anti-fascist if I saw one more of them punch a Nazi in the face, oh, it was, I was going to orgasm, okay? Ah! There is nothing better than motherfucking, Antifa, there you go. There's nothing better than some white dude giving a racist answer to a question and catching a motherfucking left cross right across the bridge of his nose mid-racism. Oh, remember Richard Spencer talking, oh, Pepe the Frog is, what, splap? Oh, what about Pepe now, bitch? Oh, so good. White people was debating in this shit. I'm like, just keep punching them. I don't care. Like, yeah, y'all debated online. What I want is for neo Nazi to feel like maybe I shouldn't show up in in public spaces and talk about hating people. Come on. So shout out to everybody that punched the Nazi this year. Number nine, setting white people forward. Cause this was never gonna set us forward. Uh, this one. Confederate for HBO no longer being in production. Correct. Like, I don't think this is a victory for black people as we were all, like, collectively, like, um, fuck y'all doing. Yeah, the only victory for black people is for black people to do cosplay. And it was like, I don't want to go out to these spaces and all of a sudden see motherfuckers in Confederate flags and shit. Well, my thing was, I, it was supposed to be co-written by some black people, whatever, whatever. My whole thing was this. The best case scenario is that it's good. The best. That's your best case scenario. Think about that. You put in all this work. The best case scenario is that it's good enough to acquit the sensibilities of people that were like, this is a bad idea. That is not any place you want to start a show. Nope. You would like to start a show with, oh, I'm excited about this idea. I want to see it on screen. You couldn't even start. That's like the bare minimum. Yeah, you started off show with a fucking protest. Right. So, yeah, that shit was uh, not being a... Yeah, y'all work, y'all work, y'all work that one out, white people. 
just quietly too just yeah no, somebody no, was no, you. You, it got to the right person somebody was like who approved this no 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 what we're not gonna do is this i just hope them black writers got paid for their time that yes pay, pay them for their time but be like here's your money no we will not do the show number eight moving white people forward justin timberlake going back to the super bowl hey he was on the outs for a while you know he mm. he did all his work he sold jetted out the way y'all wanted him to he started making songs with suit and tie. He better secretly bring her ass back too, because if he don't, niggas gonna roast him. Well, see, that's for twenty. That's for twenty eighteen. Okay, my bad. You know when they do that Super Bowl, and if she don't come out, every black person in America, shout out to all the people that's gonna lie and say they not gonna watch Super Bowl halftime. That's telling a motherfucking lie because you actually are gonna watch Super Bowl halftime with your arms crossed and your motherfucking uh your and your your eyebrows furrowed because you just waiting to see when Janet come out. Because if she don't this white boy is toast again like that's what it really is but people about to lie like i'm not gonna watch it I, i'm a boycott I'm a, mm-hmm. nigga you gonna I'm watch because you gonna watch with and he better have janet come through and you alive you say you not you gonna at least watch it on youtube or something and it's like and once again just like confederate best case scenario you have janet come through and we'll be like all right then like it ain't yeah, gonna still be don't mean you come to the cookout i'll be like okay <laughs> like it ain't gonna be like a woo we back it's gonna be like a you all right then all right i did all right you did you did better than i thought you would white man right anyway he back yeah, you get it to go play white women won white people won number seven fox news and the mass exodus of abusers there shout out to bill o'reilly shout out to bill o'reilly white people did that because it wasn't us them, <laughs> them sponsor was like how dare you talk about these white women in the funding <laughs> we didn't care nothing about the niggas and everybody else you talked about but you better not be talking about our precious white women and they stopped that they stopped that sponsorship it wasn't us because he would have been gone if it was us yeah, cause most of us have been protesting <laughs> that nigga forever like we don't watch that shit no we don't and we don't support it <laughs> like it was like oh, how dare you like touch some, these precious snowflakes some of these y'all gotta get the credit for because we if we can't take credit for mm-hmm. being like we fed up a bill o'reilly refresh baby oh i'm i'm robot mm-hmm. okay my robot chat okay give me one second everybody i'll be right back <clears throat> sorry about that but yeah we can't take the credit for anything involving motherfucking fox news layoffs turnover firings rupert murdoch's death even Mm-mm. like the only thing we was doing Wait. out here was we was always boycotting always uh all right i'm almost back on screen no problem and hopefully i won't be robot when i get back on screen you shouldn't be that nobody fixes it all right and i'm back in the chat room am i still robotting everybody let me know um <clears throat> but i appreciate the honesty of the people in the chat room admitting that they will be watching that super bowl like a motherfucking oh hawk. i'll be watching all right i sound good all right cool all right let's get back to the list um we're almost done with good things for white people but yeah bill o'reilly getting fired and fox news turnover perfect good job white people we weren't gonna watch it anyway Mm-mm. number six rachel dolezal book flopped now see this is a tricky one because a lot of people will give a credit to black people like oh look y'all brought her down we never lifted her ass up it was always white people being like 
oh we should definitely have her on our show and talk to her about it we should always that's why she never fucking went away for a while right she got to do the press rounds and the tours and all that shit she was on morning talk shows promoting that stupid ass book and you know what white people collectively went we don't even really care about this Mm -mm. no thank you that's on white folks appreciate y'all because i really expected i won't lie now that it's over i can say it really expected some of y'all to buy that book i'm you glad know? you didn't for like the beginning of the year it took me a second for i was like wait no one's gonna buy this book white people don't even care about this shit no they don't it's only us that care about her you know racial interloping you know but uh yeah, we're I, interviewed but we ain't trying to give you them dollars it was a small chance that white people were gonna keep her afloat just to have that person you know um which would have been the ultimate expression of white privilege just the way that she gets to live her life and i loved that her book flopped and she went away you know and of course uh the assist to uh Ijeoma who interviewed her um although i i can't i don't know why people read that or not but i know all the black people we all was like oh thank you finally a sister got in the room with her ass dismantled her and let us go back to to things that are important um but yeah her book flop uh number five women boycott twitter i know what you're saying it's women boycott twitter right why is it on white women uh why is it on the white list of moving white people forward because black women did not join that shit no we did not <laughs> black we people was, was like they was like okay. we kind. we was like okay girl yeah you say so. their girl uh was it rachel mcadams that somebody got kicked off of uh twitter for putting out like the name of a abuser and all this shit and uh white women boycotted twitter and at the end of the day jack the founder of twitter or whatever the fuck came on twitter with some new rules about harassment i don't know if those rules necessary rose mcgowan got kicked off okay yeah i don't know if um i like that i call her rachel mcadams because they got rm i tell y'all these white people are saying to me it's sad it's really sad i'm trying to do better i'm gonna do better in 2018 and try to remember some of these white people's names because i swear i'm terrible with them anyway um she uh but yeah they got kicked off twitter she got kicked off twitter people boycotted twitter white women boycotted twitter and the rules got changed uh i still don't think it made a significant impact for my experience nope but uh they this is the they first really started considering harassment right then yes uh in in any significant way i think they've considered it before but they never made those changes Mm -mm. um so yep i'm going to say that let me check the second one um number four i'm sorry number four is where we're at number four not second greg popovich mm-hmm. greg popovich he gets a fucking category of his own yes he does for those that don't know he's the coach of the san antonio spurs and he is the most outspoken relentless white male critic uh critic of trump in my opinion yeah they just let there's him, no one even close yeah they just let him talk they don't ask no follow-up question they're like oh wait up, up, up let's go to commercial break like pop pop don't give a fuck Mm-mm. and i respect that about him so fucking much like, i like i don't have no heroes and shit but i'll be shocked when the thing comes out that's like hey you know popovich ain't shit either i'm gonna be shocked because that motherfucker right there he be reading and educating himself and shit he be like black lives matter y'all right like he just comes straight with it like listen let me tell y'all where y'all got me fucked up and uh yeah and he was talking about it back when people was on some like kumbaya he won we need to come to even steve kerr was out here like well you know i don't know why we wouldn't go to the white house he is the president 
popovich like man fuck that nigga and i loved i see why him and tim duncan get along right so well i, I had no idea i said how you gonna let this old white man try to oh never mind i see player he y'all been talking like this behind the scenes so yeah i fuck with pop uh for sure um steve kerr get an honorable mention but that's because it took him too long to catch on i feel like his team made him catch on it was like we ain't going to the white house and he had no choice he's like well i I guess yeah i can't go by myself yeah i'm not going either i mean popovich is right number three moving white people forward we get into the top three guys what have we left out what is moving white people forward 2017 the me too movement that's number three me too movement uh now you say but there were black women that had me too um stories yes they did nobody gave a fuck to some white women right <laughs> and not just any white women famous white, white women. women like it took some famous white women being like oh yeah guys um he tried to grab my pussy and people was like oh he did it a fam- well who we need to look into this and then it trickled down quote unquote into other people like oh wait brown women kind of oh wait well this shit happened to a couple men what the fuck oh my bad yeah me too uh white women did that yeah okay co-opted uh a movement that apparently started by a black woman a long time ago uh who never got the credit or the traction that she deserved um which you know par for the course uh <laughs> i mean i don't wanna i don't wanna say that we all kind of seen that hook coming but i'm just saying that once they got on board it was really their um white woman fragility that compelled that movement forward because there's a protection around white women that other women don't experience um so uh that movement as much as i don't want to say it's their movement it's their movement it is you know uh and as unfair as that is but it i think ultimately some good came of it it did uh because it got some people up out of here uh number two this is one a story that got forgotten in the in the in the mix but i actually think this is a very powerful story and um deserving of of praise uh despite people trying to mitigate it down to just that's what you're supposed to do um those white men that got killed in seattle confronting the dude with the machete or the knife mm-hmm. who was harassing uh black uh muslim women on a train mm-hmm. and they died uh put their lives on the line to uh confront this man uh that 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 story right there that like that's the kind of shit that we need in society that i don't expect people to ever do Mm-mm um and there's people that were trying to mitigate oh it's not that big a deal that's what you're supposed to people that's not what people do it's not it is a big deal it is not normal and i don't even know if they knew they were putting their lives on the line they just stepped up and tried to do the right thing and ended up dying um because they they saw something wrong and stepped up and said something right you don't know how many videos that, that go around where people on subways and like the largest cities in the united states and fucked up shit be happening everybody looking out windows stand fuck with their phones and be like i'm not stepping in the middle of that so no it is not normal yeah i i that black women uh in public like that muslim how often do we watch no one come forward no one say anything whether it's black or brown people or not how many times we watch a video or we hear a story 
and you just know nobody's coming to save you. You just hope this crazy person doesn't do something to you. And these dudes stepped up and put their li- life on the line for that shit. Um, and I, I did think that was an amazing story, but maybe that's because I just don't believe in humans. And lastly, number one, moving white people forward. This is probably the biggest one, biggest story of the year. But uh, the rush, the investigation into Russia and the involvement in the Trump administration, uh, directed by Mueller or whatever, that is probably the number one story of just them methodically every month there's just like a new release of like and now we looking at this white and man and then a law will change but like you can't investigate this they was like well we found this they was like nope i'm coming in i'm firing everybody and i'm hiring my people and so you know you but like this you know you're on the right track when every time you come up with something the administration changes some shit so that you can't investigate it yeah i have to get the get these motherfuckers up out of here yeah, because there's you some know. white people that want him out of office, too, and they is trying they damn just to get him out. So shout out to you. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad to I'm glad to see um, I'm glad to see people try to uh, to 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 do take these motherfuckers out of here. You know. Um, <clears throat> all right. Now we got to get to the longest list. The longest list, y'all setting setting white people back it, it was fuck ups this year and this one we cut a lot out okay we actually did cut a lot out it was actually a lot longer and we got to 20 okay everything else had 15 we got to 20 okay guys um Woo, we had a year we had a lot y'all had of, y'all had a year yeah some honorable mentions yeah. like yeah the, the list was pretty pretty long when we sat back and 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 got the list together in the in the interest of comedy we tried to leave some funny ones on here as well right okay number yo we didn't want it all to be good times right number 20 ringling brothers closing but universal soul circus still touring still touring dog Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm the black circus is doing just fine in trump's america but white people just couldn't make it white people just couldn't i don't know where them animals at them clowns i don't know what they maybe they all in the trump administration now i don't know they're making movies now ain't that that new movie that mm-hmm. uh wolverine plan mm-hmm. uh the greatest show or whatever yeah. uh great show i don't know what it is anyway number 19 setting white people back 2017 joe osteen closing his church doors during the middle of a motherfucking hurricane crisis come on you know this is an honorable mention to black people that was defending this nigga which i my head exploded when i saw that but <laughs> right but in general uh that nigga uh having that big dry church not letting nobody come in <laughs> to two, two inches of water barely touching the tires we're like we flooded we flooded y'all what the city didn't tell me that i had to open the doors meanwhile you got people that actually got water in their buildings going we got beds mm-hmm. seeing people uh you know make excuses um for him and and him saying that he had to wait for the city to call him that's what he was waiting on a man of god with all that gaudy jury and cars and shit come mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. that's that white people back number 18 hollywood continuing to whitewash roles and continuing to hollywood come on you had a great wall of china mm-hmm. ghost in the shell yes sir uh shit even that detroit movie which wasn't whitewashing but just unbearably white version of what happened to black people um you know hollywood continues to do their thing you know much like twitter just continue to do their racially insensitive thing correct um number 17 setting white people back 
chipotle queso yeah i haven't had it before everybody say that shit is nasty no thank you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh chipotle queso is clearly a white invention it was trash yeah was, i don't know if they didn't season it right i don't know if it wouldn't you know y'all love cheese like like y'all are the when it comes to cheese y'all are the king how do you make nasty ass queso mm-hmm. it was obviously not for us no it wasn't for us now this is while it was number one on things moving black people forward it's only number 16 on things moving white people back but la la land having to give up that motherfucking oscar the moon like magnifique and just what a great moment what a great moment white people was partying all the it's just uh boyhood but gay and black and was it even really that good haven't we seen this story before uh apparently it was not just good it was better than yo shit give it back no one wants to see white man say jazz oh so good Mm-mm-mm. i'm glad i didn't waste my time watching it i don't know for me you know me i, I have a white quota and i was like oh, i'm out yeah i i all i needed to watch was the award ceremony i watched the movie but that was nothing i just happened to turn the tv on i was sitting in the bedroom by myself karen was asleep and it was like uh uh they was like in la la land one and i was like man fuck like this the only part of this stupid ass award show i even watched right did you want to see and and i didn't even mean to watch it It just happened to run late it was on when i thought something else was gonna be on right and then they do say hold up sorry wait a minute wait a minute moonlight this is your award you won it's not us he said not a joke come up i was like <gasps> right around the bedroom like i came like oh give me my motherfucking shit so yeah i that was uh but it said white people back it's that was bad for them yeah. they thought they was winning and nope number 15 setting white people back l'oreal dropping monroe bergdorf mm-hmm. the transgender model of color who also spoke out against uh charlotteville and talked about systemic white supremacy and they fired her yes they did even though they wanted her voice and her body for for the show their inclusion they did not want her opinions no so you're not inclusive they didn't want those voices i mean going back to how we started the show they didn't want those voices when it was inconvenient to them come on so how it's also ironic how many people can support folks like that when it's uh white people being the the assholes but when it's us they need to be quiet because they being divisive right but yeah that was uh that was amazing um number 14 setting white people back the bill maher house nigger moment mm-hmm. not because of bill maher's joke not that funny joke more because of the defense of it you know a lot of white people telling us what we supposed to be cool with well we is and is not supposed to be mad at yeah a lot of that shit um so yeah bill maher's house nigga joke terrible um 14 number 13 moving white people back sean spicer at the emmys remember that y'all yeah he had no business doing the emmys hey y'all just set up here and lied in the corrupt administration that mm-hmm. promotes racism and bigotry yeah, and all this other stuff ha ha I'm, I'm at the wars too guys help get trump elected isn't that funny <laughs> all these rich hollywood people that say they they don't fuck with me and they don't fuck with trump uh surprise i'm making jokes about it we kiki and we cool you know i still saw uh was colbert hosted i can't remember what was hosting, but somebody was like oh i'm embarrassed we shouldn't have done that i'm like you if you 
you should have known that you couldn't do that but it moved y'all back because y'all not serious allies in nope. in the fight against trump y'all aren't serious because y'all can always opt out and make jokes and leave it with that uh number 12 tommy lauren getting her job at fox right i mean she skinned and she plotted and she got me yes now she on fox news moving on up to the big leagues getting her turn at racist segregated bat mm-hmm. and uh shout out to the black men that helped her get there <laughs> shout out to charlamagne trevor uh no y'all's all in the videos and shit helping rise her star i think it would have happened with or without them but still um she finessed the fuck out of that situation got 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 off of the blaze which was really a stagnant organization mm-hmm. and moved up to fox news which probably is better for her yep big so, audience mm-hmm. so yeah that set black, the white people back because um now y'all have given her a bigger stage tammy number 11 the kendall jenner pepsi ad i feel like we all remember where we were this year when motherfucking we all could not believe our eyes collectively at what was happening in this stupid ass ad what bullshit is this yeah yeah the most whitewashed protest ever yeah i'll throw an honorable mention to i'm not racist in there but i think whoever made that video is a black dude so i don't know where he falls in this little spectrum but that pepsi ad that fucking heineken ad from two years ago same vibe we talking about getting along and equality and we should all have conversations and shit but we just gonna steal the whole aesthetic of um black lives matter and uh different black protest and put a bunch of black and brown people in the video we're gonna film it in a place that has nothing to do with american uh politics and stuff so they don't even know what they're even in the video demonstrating and those people were upset because they was like hey hey like i did not know this what i was filming if i would have i wouldn't have agreed to do this this was y'all do know this wasn't even filmed in america right you got me out here looking like a straight up coon right and how my family and friends hit me up talking about i'm in some fucked up commercial what what fucked up commercial then when she took off her blonde wig and threw it at the brown woman who was looking at her like bitch pick this up like what an amazing amazing fucked upness number 10 means it's worse than this what could be worse danielle brigiani uh you guys may know her as the kept me outside how about that getting a record deal and a tv deal um just a young white woman uh pretending to be a ignorant black woman uh and a lot embraced by so many media spaces black men putting her in the rap videos and shit uh like it's all cute oh, but no, right you know meanwhile uh we getting black girls slammed at pools for just wanting to go swimming black women black girls slammed in a classroom uh by police officers for not uh uh standing up and shit and then you got a white girl who's literally a criminal literally a criminal being celebrated for her ignorance like just a uh, super trash and that entire thing set white people back that's terrible mm-hmm. number nine emmett till's accuser admitting that she lied now the reason this is so low we all knew she lied i don't know any black people that thought that woman told the truth but literally this year interview came out so a book came out and the guy died i believe uh when the book came out but um what he literally found and interviewed her maybe he didn't die anyway he went and found and interviewed her and in her own words she admitted 
yeah i've been lying about this shit you know and living her best white life without hiding not even hiding just having kids like moved had kids start another family with some other white man and just completely moved on as if she did not participate in one of the worst injustices in american history like she didn't cover for the murder and she just got to live her life and even painted herself as the victim you know not yeah i know she's still alive but i thought that the um the person wrote the book oh, oh sorry that's mr brother said linda brother saying that uh but yeah she was super trash um so yeah he uh i think the author died and she's alive or right whatever just Ooh, and and was worried like and then something might happen to me i was like if ain't nobody all these years back you're gonna be fine you're gonna die white and fine let me tell you something about america man black people have such a temperament if we was out here killing motherfuckers for injustice who would be alive like we'd just be killing everybody like they always do that if i get out of there's a racist something gonna happen to me i mean you might lose a job ain't nothing gonna happen to you a job dog nothing gonna happen to you like we they always try to make us seem like we're the ones that came to their country and made them be slaves and killed off a bunch of indigenous people and shit we didn't do any of this um number eight setting white people back megan kelly make a or megan kelly as i like to call her make america great again kelly and her horrible very bad no good terrible morning tv show she's still on the air i don't know how the fuck that ever seemed like a good idea to anyone she is no warmth in her no empathy in her none of the shit the skills that it takes to sell personality right. her interview skills come off cold and mean uh she, she don't know how to talk to people yeah she can't genuinely have fun like when those segments that you have to sell it like oh we're gonna have a little so-and-so and we're gonna dance or we're gonna eat some food mm-hmm. or we, she has none of that in her and somehow they motherfucking thought it was a good idea to give her that slot while moving out tamron hall um like it was people just, that have been doing it for years people that know how to sell that thing man because like people don't understand that that shit is a muscle that is a skill the ability to turn it al roker been doing that shit for his for so long because he just got the ability to turn it on Right. it's just boom camera's on hang eyes coming up the weather is it's like right that's what you do right like she but somehow they thought moving oh. her uncharismatic bore ass into uh that spot was gonna get them housewives to stay at home all day and yeah they'll watch your fox news because right. the, the segments are completely different and it doesn't work like i said it don't require the same muscle right when you got to have personality she ain't got that like right I, you know from the clips i've seen she don't really smile right. a lot of it is smiling right you know kind of i don't say high pitch but kind of lift your voice up if you don't have it in you you don't have it in you. correct i mean fucking regis wasn't even talking to his co-host kelly he had it in his contract don't talk to me till we get on the air you're wasting my time and still could turn it on every morning none of us knew they didn't talk no we didn't as far as we knew it was like oh they go regis and kelly having a great time this morning talking about the news you know our um what's his name um uh, not our uh strahan mike michael strahan got he just got it he got he it does. camera comes on you feel like that motherfucker cool that charisma like boom oh yeah we're gonna come up we're gonna talk about so-and-so you know what i'm saying al roker the only time we saw him break was when they was talking about the motherfucking ryan lochte 
we was like well you're honey, just a young boy yeah. I, I was like now hold up now hold up honey <laughs> honey he stirred the hell out of that tea i ain't think that glass was gonna make it that was the only time i ever saw him break honey, character that glad that honey that glass was getting the business he's he like no he's not a young man now hold up like he's a like, grown-ass person <laughs> that's the only time and guess what when they came back from commercial that smile was back he was right back to like all right guys coming up in minnesota we got <laughs> like he was right back mm-hmm, that, it didn't bother him at all mm-hmm. he was right the muscle was just bam yeah that straw was mvp that's my like that like and she don't got that Mm-mm. it was such a terrible idea only oh it was such a terrible idea anyway it set white people back number seven setting white people back 2017 milo yogurt uh his book flopped he got fired and uh he married a black man like just the trifecta of just setting all the racist alt-right supporters of his back just you get he came out in support of pedophilia uh you know with bill maher on his side right uh wrote a book that we'll get into next year but um the uh editor notes leaked about what was wrong with that like the thing changed Ooh, he can't even read like he can't like how did you even get how did you even get this right uh and then he got fired from breitbart then that expose came out about you know breitbart and um rick wasn't bannon steve bannon and their correspondence back and forth like it was a lot man it was a motherfucking lot so uh yeah he his him falling on his face was uh number seven for setting white people back number six setting white people back nfl owners and their reaction to these protests by these niggas taking knees i mean you got richard uh what's his name jerry richardson mister mm-hmm. walker we find out he's straight up racist called guy had to pay somebody because he called him a racial slur come on out here looking at women's asses and shit but yet had to meet him with his players to tell them not to take a knee yeah i was uh, telling cam not to get be tattooed get tattoos and shit no chains uh then you got how uh, that how that racist ass dude to get uh cam uh to speak and yeah i don't know what happened but cam was like fuck that after a while well he just hadn't been i mean i haven't really heard him talking too much about racism and stuff no. but that dude has moved on i don't think he still works right. there um then you had uh jerry jones old stripper titty filling ass uh talking about these boys ain't gonna kneel on my team and shit and uh then you still had some dudes protest after that and in addition to that um he put papa john up to no good talking about you know they had a meeting and he told him he had to come out and speak he did and motherfucker had to step down pa- papa john had to fucking step down yep like the dude that started the company was like you can't be the face of the commercials no more right that, by the way it's not lost on me that you have mr and papa john as two of the racist people involved in this but yeah man nfl owners came up looking real stupid in a situation where honestly i knowing what they do in life they'd rather not make the news for stuff like this they'd rather like but they were forced into this conversation and they failed miserably you know miserably and uh guess what a lot of them got blamed for not making the protest stop because everybody somehow thinks that they are able to violate people's civil rights just because they work for them and guess what these black people that y'all mad at they rich too so uh, you're not gonna be able to just tell some fucking multi-millionaire black dude 
he gots to do anything regardless of what the fuck you think the fact that you make billions he's still sitting up there like i have the autonomy to do with other shit with my life so i'm taking my knee now what right and that stay black and die that's real he was like i ain't gotta do shit but stay black and die so what what we had we had an impasse what is what is we gonna do and what's gonna happen here now these could have been way higher but uh we put them at number five okay and this encapsulated a lot of shit the 53 percent aka white women what did they not do in 2017 guys what did they i mean you had tina Fey sheet caking mm-hmm. right just stay inside and eat cake and don't do anything to, to, to stop this country from going down the shitter uh they voted for trump more importantly than vote 53 percent of them voting for trump a higher percentage of them voted for ed galepsi in virginia who ran on a racist platform admittedly so and roy moore who is a fucking pedophile racist bigot higher percentage voted. so what lessons did they learn from 2016 i just want to know i don't see it matriculating over to 2017 with this women's march that they did that's supposed to make us feel like oh women's march y'all on the right track y'all mm-hmm. really care mm-hmm. why the percentage keep going up sis something is not adding up if you learned a valuable lesson that this fucking tyrant totalitarian trump should not be in office then why don't the numbers show a spreading of the gospel why aren't you shocked to action why aren't your numbers and your turnout showing up to be like we have to get this dude out of office your rights are on the ballots too you know what they doing they making private facebook pages and hiding behind it that's what the fuck they doing that's what they doing not talking to nobody not that's what that's what's happening if you sheet caking told. sheet caking right like not even just the facebook groups but also this whole like somebody got when you see these alt-right dudes show up at these rallies somebody packing the lunches somebody ironing the white tees you know like somebody is is back here silently supporting it not speaking up at home and then walking to that that voting booth and either supporting that white supremacy or not voting at all because the numbers don't lie the turnout don't lie y'all aren't activated y'all just like to feel like you part of the solution but you ain't me too don't extend to all the me's you know what i mean anyway um not to mention the hate the staying mad at serena beyonce you know just this white women aggression moment sarah huckabee sanders towards april ryan you know these these that, that, I, it's something about that that woman oh that woman that's all mm-hmm. i can say she just irritates me so uh that was number five on the list number four what could be worse than that white people continue to dominate the league at number four in mass shootings in america like nobody do it like them nobody y'all y'all is the king specifically white men number one and it is setting us our country back and it's setting political discourse back and it's setting white people back because that's who they normally end up killing just going and shooting up churches shooting up concerts shooting up mass transit and yet got the nerve to feel like we need to be scared of sharia law and scared of muslims and scared of brown people coming into america nigga i'm scared of you come on a white man walked into the basketball court wearing jeans the other day and i about had a heart attack because i said is this nigga about to shoot me what is he doing here he don't have no fucking business here he's not here to play basketball that's my reality in america 
you know i've i sleep perfectly peaceful in my apartment complex full of brown brown people not from america that i'm quite certain many of them are muslim Mm -hmm. and you know what indian i ain't never lost a wink of motherfucking sleep not once Mm -mm. see him in the morning how you doing right have a good one all i see them walking around here holding hands doing family shit together right with their precious children i ain't never once walked out of here it felt like one of these people might be a secret muslim i don't give a fuck about that you Come be on. an old muslim to me the point being i do peep game and y'all motherfuckers doing all the killing but got all the guns and we and i'm supposed to be scared of somebody else yeah we got more guns than people in this country dog that shit is setting our country back it's setting uh us back as a nation but it's mostly setting white people back because they're responsible for the laws about guns they're responsible for the killing of people with guns and they're responsible for gun owning all the fucking guns you know y'all kill black people that own guns philando castile uh so yeah mass shootings that's on y'all number three setting white people back the alt-right all right charlottesville one word I mean you don't get much i mean in addition to lifting the platform of this uh stupid ass president uh all the people in his uh white house that have many ties to neo-nazism old school racism yeah. and just uh all kinds of shit yeah had to do had to uh home depot in the citronella place was like hey hey, running hey out of torches hey they was like hey 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 did no we is not with this we mm-hmm. did not know that we was gonna be on the forefront all we do all we trying to do is keep um niggas from getting bit by mosquitoes we did not know that they was gonna pick us up and we was gonna be on the forefront of these photos and sites like breitbart were covering the alt-right they were using them for clicks they were getting that that feedback and that reaction from them like nah dog they count like all that's y'all that's y'all's movement uh number two like what could be bigger than the alt-right there's two more left in 2017 what set white people back worse than this well number two is actually facebook facebook now i know y'all saying why not twitter twitter hasn't reached facebook status yet facebook literally spread fake news and affected the 2016 election because they had no scruples about how they get their money who pays their money where the money comes from or what they can put on their website they literally allow people to be racist yes they did you don't want you don't want the the the, uh advertise those black people Mm -hmm. brown people yeah they allow like even real estate people to be racist which is illegal hey i do i'm a real estate person i don't want any brown or black people seeing this ad i don't want any gay people seeing this ad okay facebook will let you do it think about that shit um one the fact that they know that much information about everybody but then two they can just do that they can be like oh fuck the law oops my bad kicking activists feminists off of their platform while allowing alt-right people to stay on it allowing racist people to stay on it viewing everything through the lens of men are trash is a statement against somebody's gender but fuck these bitches and hoes is not like i got kicked off for 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 making a, a men are trash men are scum statement but if i would have said bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks i would have been just absolutely fine guys that is facebook you know that is complicity you know the fact that they have uh zuckerberg who uh is running at thinking of making a presidential run you know like what what has he done to show me he's prepared to lead a country he can't even lead his fucking website um so yeah that facebook was number two for me 
and and legitimately affected the election i mean they're still discovering like fake accounts fake websites fake a lot of fake pro-black activists that encourage um and i and it makes sense too because if you if you're from russia you say let's take a picture of black people with guns and say black lives matter we're gonna kill some people this week and put it on facebook targeted towards white people there's a reason that i would feel like there's two america i never saw that ad i never saw it either but some white person probably did and went oh god dude oh they're coming for it we got to make sure that the that trump wins we got to get these niggas in line black lives matter is a terrorist to me well yeah facebook allowed you to believe that reality despite the truth and they allowed them to target you and when people were coming out way before this was like y'all ass is fucked up everybody they try to act like motherfuckers was crazy mm-hmm. and lastly number one i think we all saw this one coming trump presidency i mean that's I, all y'all yeah i don't know what could have possibly beat out that mm-hmm. i don't know what the fuck i mean this nigga probably gonna get us nuked uh he definitely gonna start a war yes uh he's completely erasing any protections for marginalized people throughout the country even the left-wing people that were like he gonna this gonna start the revolution we're gonna come back they're all silenced they are all missing none of them talking about that same yin yang they mm-hmm. was talking all the it's alt-right crickets. people are activated you know you got tax you got, went up I yeah tax went up attacks on marginalized people went up when he got elected people are going to die because this man is in the white house and i know that whoever's in the white house people are going to die more people are going to die than what would have been if uh someone else is elected he's that evil um republicans have no spine no backbone when it comes to uh anything that they uh would consider too far for his agenda and they're going to use him to propagate all the things that they have been advocating for most of my life um you know the, like he truly makes this a hopeless country all built on the foundation of a lie to white people who eat it up um not the not the lie necessarily but who eat up his white supremacy but all based on this foundation of making america great again all based on this foundation of i'm going to put women marginalized people back in their places in a situation where you don't have to think about them anymore that's it so um yeah i feel like uh that was the number one thing to set white people are all of america and the world back and that's the destructive power of whiteness to even allow that man who is not fit for to run a tire shop uh letting him run the country because he did the only thing that was required of him and the one thing that nobody else on the desk could do when during those debates he was just a white man that's all he he literally was just a racist white man he didn't have another gimmick he didn't have another thing he's not presidential he has no temperament he and people gave lowered the bar for him and gave him credit for things i remember van jones giving this man credit for speaking in complete sentences one day and i was just like our country is uh, it is this is the lowest point uh in my lifetime uh the lowest bar i've ever seen for a presidential candidate yeah there's children that have better speech patterns than he does so yeah that's number one man that was 2017 guys uh, i hope y'all enjoyed this like i said we haven't done this in a long time Mm-mm. uh we probably won't do an episode tomorrow because it's new year's guys we need time off too mm-hmm. um but we appreciate y'all listening i hope y'all had a great 17 listening to the blackout tips 
um and i'm hoping 2018 will be even better even more productive even more fruitful yes and thank y'all so much for supporting us go out and have a great uh new year's night uh be safe if you're listening to this if not if you already hung over i hope you uh drink some water get hydrated for 2018 <laughs> yes happy new year everybody and like roger said kind of repeat we wish everybody a happy 2018 and y'all all we, we gonna be living our best lives i can't wait to get the emails and the phone calls about how your 2018 has been great and don't forget to let us know what we left off the list if you want us yeah let us know you want to hear what maybe we left something off that's egregious or maybe we need to add something or something i don't know but we can have fun with with the things we left off all right guys we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.